Boom. Yo. Ka. The thing goes Brittany. Yep. Brittany. Uh, real quick question. What exactly would you do for the D? Like, just off, off <laughs> GP, like, what would you do for the D? <laughs> Girl, let me tell you something. I've been thinking about this for the last week or so since I've been seeing this D challenge. And, you know, I, I'm challenging myself with a opportunity to do it but i'm like uh if i do it it's got to be great it's got to be awesome wait a minute you would do the challenge is what you're saying to me that's what i'm thinking you know what i'm saying because you know i'm you proud got of the d i'm proud of the d <laughs> you know so there's a lot that i do for it you know what i mean i mean you know I to understand. a degree okay so is it supposed to be all about the bars or is it really about the creativity is what i'm trying to figure out i think it's a combination because i i have a friend who is um she just graduated from medical school and her and like six of her girls did a challenge like for the md so they each did uh, like bars on what they did for the md like drop two hundred thousand k for the md or two hundred thousand for the md i was like shit Okay. Yeah, so, much. so did you enjoy it, or was it just kind of extra woke and like, oh, okay, that's um, nice? No, it was entertaining. I'll give you that. But um, yeah. okay, yeah. okay, yeah. But it wasn't. It wasn't uh, Erica Badu, is what you're saying, or no. Issa? Right. <laughs> I, I, not I, quite. I, I can't comment too much about this <laughs> because I'm not that familiar with it, Ooh. and I know you were. You did the beard gang thing, right? Like you, Isaac, I know you were. In that, and I don't know too much about that either. Wait, but wait, wait, can somebody so, walk me wait, through wait, what so the D challenge Isaac, is? Isaac, you was in the beard gang. gang. I, was, I was in the goatee gang. Girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> someone walk, I was in the struggle can someone walk gang. us through what the D challenge is? Okay, honestly, honestly, oh, like I don't even know exactly what the beard gang uh, situation was. All I know is one day I woke up. And people were talking about the fact that they had been added to some beard group and um, they were very excited about it. And it just became a cesspool of people being really happy with seeing men with beards as though. So wait so, a minute. Wait a minute. So wait, Neither wait. you guys are in it. Uh, no, let me tell you. Wait, but, so but funny. can we back it up? Because we started with the D challenge. Okay. I don't even know what that is. Okay. So, so, uh, so someone break that. So down. the D challenge. Omar, you are usually on point, bro. Exactly. So the D challenge, Erica Badu and um, uh, 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 Michael Black. Michael Black. Yeah, right. Erica Badu posted a video talking about what she'll do for the D. She's like, you know, you know, I go broke for the D. Like, you know, just random right. shit. Like, I know you've seen those little raps. I called Tyrone for the D. D. Right. right. Or did she say another baby father for the D? Yeah, <laughs> yeah another yeah, baby did. daddy for the D. <laughs> right, right. So right. now all the stars have been doing a D challenge, like Sanaa Lathan, um, mm-hmm. Issa Rae, um, So this kind of like Hall. the one video I think we saw where the cops did indictment on the pussy. <laughs> right, right. That's <laughs> what I do yeah. for the pussy. Yeah. Right. I have been seeing for the pussy too. Oh right, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. Because it's uh, both of the them. Pussy. It's for the D and for has, the P. Yeah. So if you a right. dude, hopefully you ain't going f- for the D <laughs> unless you know. 
Let's you swing see. that way. You swing that way. I mean, right. that's okay if that if you swing that way, but you know, you know. own it. If you right. swing which way? Which <laughs> way? Uh, uh, if you if you are uh, L L G B T Q Q, because oh, I don't know what you meant by that. Right. So right. okay, so that's the D challenge. Talking baseball. So that's the D challenge. Oh, so then there's this bullshit tonight then there's already. This beer game. You're welcome. So America. now I will have to tell you. Listen, there's this beer gang group, right? So the beer gang group is basically a bunch of niggas with these beards that started adding. A bunch adding, of gentlemen. <laughs> they started adding a bunch of. Oh, we we woke tonight to Uh-oh. the group, right? He's super woke, bitch. right? Okay, so I stay woke. Listen, um, I stay woke. Stay woke. So, um, they've been adding all these bitches right to this group. So, ladies, men and women have been commenting on Facebook. Like talking about the shit that's going on in the the group now. Very quickly after you add all these people and I guess these sexy ass men with these beards, right? Shit mm-hmm. went south. So it, well, it turned went, it into, went viral. It went viral and it went south. Yeah. So it turned into yeah. basically a big ass Facebook orgy. So like cesspool like of thirst. Cesspool of thirst. Right. Yeah. That's, so that's what it was. I will have to say, um, I was not invited. To the beer gang group, so I felt very I was, accomplished I was not for that. Either to, yeah. I felt very well, well, accomplished. Okay, no, no, no. Because in my news feed, what I was seeing was a lot of women talking about it, and then other people were like, like aggressively asking to be invited. A part of it, right. right? So, so I don't think people was like, "Oh my god, Brittany, I think you need to be a part of it." You were supposed to be on thirst trap mode and realize, but, "Ooh, I gotta see," you know. Everything that's going on in this right, but apparently, because you know, when you get invited, you don't just get invited; like you get added to the group. So, like mm-hmm. you'll open up the sure. invitation and you're in the fucking group. I got added to some dumb shit. Like always, it, it'd be dumb shit that I'd be like, "Uh, decline, <laughs> like leave group, leave group." But I did not get added to a beer gang group. So, like my guys, like you know, are you in that group? I said, I can say right now. Nobody has even added a bit, so I'm happy about that. That means all of Yo, my... Yo, guy got a beard, though, don't he? He do. He might be in that motherfucker. That's Look, why he asked that me. That he that was in that group, I'm telling you right now. He's in that head the other... If that bastard He's like, man, you ain't in that bullshit, are you, baby? Are you in it ain't nothing but sluts in that shit. You know what I'm saying? Isaac, are you in the group? No, man, because I ain't got a beard, man. I got, I got a goatee. I can't get in the group. If, like, if you, you a dude you and you in the group... If you can't be in it. If you got a struggle beard, you, you yeah, definitely nah, can't. Yeah, no, man. No, you can't get you out of that. So I think I let them have that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not... I got a peach fuzz. Right, right. He's got little peach fuzz. He got a little goatee, but he does not have a beard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, see, no. you wouldn't okay, look nice like with a beard. Taco meat club. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Taco meat. But right, you know what? Right. I feel you got like. A hair on your chest. Right. I feel just like. Enough. We call it just clubs. enough. But hold up, though. I feel like I have been doing justice to my name. Mm. So I have not been putting out thought vibes. So if you put out thought put out thought vibes then people will invite you to groups like that mm. you invite You're me right. just to get just to get me to leave the group it's a waste of an invite bitch so Brittany I feel like I've been doing my job so I'm happy Brittany. about that what's up <laughs> we we get enough uh hate messages for you not to <laughs> lump all these niggas into this group talking about they all Tatiana's because they oh, in the let, me group. let me tell you something let me let me let me be clear let let me be clear. 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 Let me be
clear. Be a thought, but she got thought tendencies. Listen, shut your ass up. <laughs> Let me be very clear. <laughs> yes. Every nigga and every female in that group. Stop using female Cam Newton. <laughs> I know. You ain't used to female it's, saying it's, Ralph. It's on some, it's on some thought Ralph shit. This dick. Girl, <laughs> let me tell you how I know. So one of my followers, I'm not going to, one of my friends, actually, I'm not going to fucking say his name because he's mm. already ratchet enough. Mm. But he was like, any of you ladies in this beer game group, your boyfriend needs to go on lunch and fuck the nastiest bitch he knows. Like, what? if think, you're in so that here's group, the thing. then here's your the man thing. needs to cheat on you. I'm like, damn, is it that bad? Here, like, here's what I say. I think the beer game, if, now that I'm hearing what it is, if women are in it, that's great. Because trust me, dudes have been liking bad bitches' photos on Instagram mm. since Instagram first launched. Okay. And so you need something for the ladies. Since Black okay. Planet. They can't go out damn. there and buy the fireman calendar every year. <laughs> like They need something right then and there right now. They need to get it right. off. And some dudes do look better with beards. Yeah. Man. Okay, but cool. the but you know what? The danger in that is that they look really great with a beard, but if that motherfucker shave it off, it's like a different person and they don't be like that cute sometimes. Like it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah that was like, like that the, dude, uh the the sexy grandpa. They showed remember him, uh Mr. Steel yeah, Yo. Yeah, Mr. Steel Yo Grandma. Man, they showed him without the beard. Oh man, he looked yeah. like a child molester. Real talk. Yeah. Oh he my went God. from being super sexy to being super creepy like overnight. Ugh. It was right. like yeah. But I'm keep that beard, bro. I think that the deal with this damn group is that, you know, um, it was a bunch of niggas that got it together and so once they added the females, bitches was in there just choosing. Like shit just went mm. south. And, but you shouldn't know what I'm but shouldn't they be allowed to do that? Yeah, I sure. heard that they are charging now. They have a dating site now. That's are you? Okay. Because guess what? Oh yeah, okay, oh yeah. So Man, you know, look at it like this. Are you saying that it's okay? It's okay. Men have been put through the ringer. Okay, so are you saying it's okay? <laughs> First, so let's just be clear here. Let's let's make sure we got our points together. So, yes. are you saying it is okay for your woman to join a beer game group? Okay, beard gang group. Okay. And sit there and gawk and make sexual comments and talk about what she'll do for that D, not not your D, mm. right? <laughs> and that shit's okay because niggas have been liking bitches' pictures since well, Black Planet. Duh. Like, <laughs> I'm doing it on Instagram. Like, oh, okay. why, 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 why are we not being fair? That's what Amber Rose is walking for us for. Oh, that's to what, show well, we, gonna be, talk she's about walking that shit again? for equality. But are Brittany, you fucking Brittany, kidding me? Brittany, she's hold up. We're not talking Brittany. about Amber Rose and Wait her minute, child Brittany. molesting ass. What? Stop. It, there's a difference between there's a difference between going in that group and just thinking people are fine and like, oh, yeah, girl, he's fine. And it's another one. Talk about what you would do for his D. That's right. that's two different things. And if you got a man and you talking about what you're doing for this other nigga's D, right. you ain't shit to begin with. Like, that's that's, that's what I'm saying. a different conversation. <laughs> right. But that's like, what it's I'm saying. Fine to, it's saying. fine to look. It's fine it's to cool. look because dudes look at right. women all the time. Now All he day. talking about Listen, what he gonna do for I that do pussy more than look. on Instagram. I, I agree. I do more than look. Instagram will allow you to save that shit now. So I organize. Okay. Oh, uh, oh, okay. uh, I organize, you know. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's my cool. catalog. I got a new one now. I got a new one now. Bernice, uh, what's her name? What's her name? Oh, Bernice. Burgess. Uh, 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 Bur- look at, look at yeah. you. Know, you I know, know you bitch. follow us. I know the bitch. <laughs> You, but, I told but. you guys I unfollowed all those bad yeah, women. Yeah, you on, did. Yeah. You know what? It was draining. It yeah. was draining, and then it, it gave me low self esteem. <laughs> it's like I can't afford none of these bitches. It's like one picture, they're naked. The next picture, Fendi. 
Prada. And I'm like, oh, they're expensive. And they're right. in Bentleys. I'm like, I don't have a Bentley. <laughs> right, right, right. I don't right. know if I can afford them. So, and I had to take that out of my life. Jesus in okay. Jesus' name. Like, <laughs> so, okay. so you didn't find it. You didn't find it. I hope you women can. You didn't find af- that aspirational. You didn't, you you, didn't, you you know, didn't like see that and say, man, that. I need to work a little harder. Ooh, no, right. I said, I got to get this out of my life. My life. And I hope these women can afford the beer game gang dudes. Okay. I'm sure they're so, high maintenance. So yeah. it's okay to look. No, that's a good now point. I'm with that. You that know, is a very good you point. You looking when you scrolling. You know what I'm saying? You, you looking like when you pictures. scrolling, you looking on the street, you right. looking in the club, I'm wherever cool you at. Like looking. there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I'm cool look-a, with looking. Look-a. But some people cannot they can't handle temptation. So if one of them motherfuckers reach out to them, send them a, a message, now they back and forth in this inappropriate ass conversation, just some shit to fucking explain. So for some people, they, they shouldn't be a part of the fucking group because they weak. Mm. They mm. weak as fuck. And you saying you can handle it is what you're what saying? What I'm saying is I'm not going to be a part of the group. Uh, be, because you're saying you can't handle it. No, what? I'm not saying, saying I can handle it. No, that's what what I'm saying, saying is no, I don't want to exactly be associated with the shit. So that in the future I have to defend myself on any level. But you're looking at the mm. beer gang like it's the military, like you can just join. <laughs> Maybe you no. weren't invited. I wasn't invited and I'm cool with that. Right. Fuck you, Omar. Damn. Okay. Jeez, you just like like it's it's like Amherst College and they're like, come on down here. Get your education. Come join the beer gang. What are you doing? You ain't doing nothing. You just at home. Come here and look at some handsome dudes with beards. They didn't even recruiting. invite you, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, but you look, you know they had another one though that started taking off too. And it had Which something what? to do, I think it was called like gray sweatpants or something. Oh, fuck. Yes. So you can see, the see they doing too much yes. now. Yes. Now that's they, inappropriate. They, they've been, the girls been talking crazy? about the, the dick print <laughs> crazy. and stuff. And that's, that's the reason why I stopped going to gyms because. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's inappropriate to wear jeans in the gym. And whenever I wear sweatpants, you got people following me to my car. So I stopped going to the gym. And, and for that reason, I'm out of shape. <laughs> and for that reason, I'm out of shape. That's why. Right, right. And oh for that God. reason, I'm out of shape. <laughs> Stop Girl, it. Stop oh All right, y'all. Well, we're, we're actually going to jump into the topic early this go-round. Ooh, so... Ooh. Hello, everyone. This is Casey Alana. And this is Brittany. And we are back with another installment of The Tequila Tales Unleashed. We are here with our very special guest, Mr. Omar Jones. What's up, everybody? Please send a hate mail to Brittany. There we go. There we go. And the greatest host of all time, the host of the Tequila Tales Live, the know-it-all himself, Mr. Isaac Cohen. Thank you. Thank you. It is a pleasure to be here, as always. (laughs) It is a pleasure to have you all. Okay, first off, let's let's address a couple elephants in the room. Uh Um, Uh-oh. We we have been on a, a hiatus for a variation of times. So we first want to apologize for that because we know we have some avid listeners who wait for us every week like legit send us text messages like so when the next podcast coming out like what what exactly are y'all doing (laughs) just to address that um i 
personally, Casey and Anna, have been relocated for work. Um, so I live in another city. I am in Phoenix, Arizona. And a part of that, we we had to ship microphones and do different stuff. And so I really blame the U.S. Postal Service. Oh, because, my goodness. Um, the government, man. I'm telling you. That's why the government. I don't trust them niggas that's, no more. That's like, why we say Omar, or less Obama government. don't run that shit no more. So, like, I don't feel comfortable with what's going on. Took me, I like, know. a month to I get know. the shit. But nonetheless, we back. Um, we back. And we in here. So thank you so much for your patience. Thank you for continuing to follow us. As always, leave um, iTunes reviews and follow us on all of our social media channels. Brittany will give you all the rundown at the end of the show. So this particular topic tonight is not necessarily about, about it is it is a hodgepodge of information. Like there's been so okay. much time that has passed between the last time we recorded and now that we got a lot to cover. So yeah, we, we just going to do a mashup tonight. How's that sound? Sounds pretty good to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Cause we do, okay. we have a, a ton of shit that we have to have to touch on. Um, right. Cause it's been a little minute. It's been a little minute. And I got some shit to say. Oh, here we go. You know <laughs> okay. what I'm saying? <laughs> You always got some shit to say. Fuck. Too. Right. Go ahead, you know. then, nigga. <laughs> right. It's right. okay, America. We're going to fast forward through this part. Okay. Fucking forget you. Okay. <laughs> so, what y'all, you, you. Oh, what y'all think about, about them bringing MASH back? <laughs> bringing what? Bringing what back? Mash the the TV show. Yeah, are you serious? They made a big deal Don't. about it. Like we not I, doing dead that. Ass you know I, what? No. Someone asked a question. I think in the, one of the comments about is this a black podcast? It is oh, now. Just- <laughs> <laughs> we don't watch Mash. <laughs> Let's move the fuck on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get more diverse as the, as the show right, goes forward, right, but not right, right now. Well, right. I hate that right. show. Right. With I, the hate past it, show. I hated it back Man. in the day. We will not discuss it. Mash you only signified when it was time for your ass to get to bed. Mash came on after Archie Bunker and after Good Times. Right. And, then, and oh so when God, it came on, it was time to cut that shit off and Man, go to bed. The moment you heard, <laughs> doom, 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 doom. So, like, so Omar. Shit. Ma'am. Oh, you got cold, uh, called out about, you know, being very excited about the uh, Kylie Jenner um, success, uh, if Casey, you will. Casey, Casey, so, Casey. Hold on, hold uh, on, play, uh, hold uh, up. Oh, wait a but, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, you got to word it, word it appropriately. Not just okay. the Kylie Jenner Kardashian success, but white uh-huh. people, white women. Yeah, yeah uh, white women. Yeah. Glorifying white women so, and putting down so a black feel, woman. How oh, you feel shit. about Rihanna dropping uh, Fenty? Are you following it? Do you care about this young black woman? <laughs> she's she's she. So first of all, let me correct Brittany because it's always a dumb motherfucker in the room. <laughs> Why you gotta correct me? That's what the fucking post Omar, is. Did Omar read the, the, uh, no, the email. Here, hold on, hold on. The, the reason why I have to I correct did, Brittany. Yeah, I did the reason, read the, them the email. I did. Okay. <laughs> the reason why I have to correct Brittany because she just said I was. Uh, shouting out a white woman and and downing the black woman. I haven't mm. downed one black woman since we've been on this. No, sh- I was saying. Show. Oh no, but that's what the email that's said. That's what the email oh, said. The email, oh, but you said, said. But you said it like that's what I no, said. No, I said yeah. make it make it right. Tell him exactly what the Here's email the thing. said. 
here's here's the thing. I haven't read the email. Mm. <laughs> However, on this show, we've been big up in black women. We had a show Wait. once. In in her defense, she did watch or listen to one and a half episodes. So listen. Listen, niggas, so, so, if y'all want to come up in our inbox, listen to the whole fucking podcast. Right, Don't be right. woke off of one podcast, goddammit. So and, and, you know, and, and I'll just I'll just say, you know, it's just like you can't listen to one song and say the whole album is garbage. Right. Right. You know, right. You, you you have to listen to all of it and then you have to digest it. Because sometimes yeah. I'm dropping jewels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, I, I I I will address the Kylie thing. Mm-hmm. If 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 you're sitting at home <laughs> inboxing <laughs> a podcast about someone that's don't worth tell them, oh hundreds of millions that don't even give a shit about me. For that matter, <laughs> or you, <laughs> then we know who the the real genius is, you know, and and who's actually winning, like who's uh, winning, who's shit. losing, you know, and 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 I'll and I'll tell you this, uh, as and, and you know, if we want to bring race into this conversation, I'll tell you the thing about black people, and and I say this a lot, like we're so we've been trained so much to hate each other that we would never mm. do business with each other. And we, 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 we look for a reason to hate one another mm. and bring mm. something negative in there. While everyone else, whether they're white, Chinese, Indian, Hindu, mm. uh, Middle Eastern, you know what they're doing? They're creating generational wealth. And, and why we don't focus on that, because we're too busy hating on someone. We're too busy hating on someone's opinion. Now, mm. everyone has a right to their opinion. But if you want to talk some black shit with me, come talk about generational wealth. Don't mm. come to me talking to me, talking about, you know, my opinion of someone else getting wealthy out there where we all broke. Mm-hmm. Well, no, and, I think, I think her, saying, her concern was that no, you know, no, no, black no, men no, no. sometimes tear down No, 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 mm-hmm. no, no. We have to stay in our lane at this point. Like, because the conversation about was her success. It had nothing to do with her race. No, I agree. The conversation's that about her there. success. We went it back had and nothing forth to do with race. But <laughs> if right. you want to talk about successful black people, we can go down that path as well. However, the conversation was around Kylie Jenner because that's where the conversation came up at. Right. Up as. Right. So if we want to talk about Rihanna, if Rihanna was brought into the conversation, yes, we can talk about Rihanna and her success as well. Mm-hmm. However, we're not, t- the Rihanna wasn't the conversation or the topic at right. the time. At that point. Right, because I don't uh, even think Rihanna, Fenty had dropped. Rihanna didn't even though, have even though we Fenty may have released yet. it. Right, she didn't have Fenty, and 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 I think that what the what the listener was saying was she um, in that point. I think we talked about how Beyonce and Rihanna is getting a little thicker, and so she took a snapshot of a podcast that we've been doing for over a well, year. Well, she is getting thicker, and she's and, looking amazing, and, and she is right. <laughs> but 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 what she tried to say <laughs> was that we were big upping uh, uh, the success of Kylie Jenner while and her genius. objectifying while while objectifying uh, these two black women. But but to our defense, at that point, Fenty Beauty hadn't dropped yet. And you well, the thing had is, had Rihanna just got the Harvard degree. You know. Mm. You know, she gets the honorary <laughs> hard degree. There's a lot of things right. we were talking about Rihanna, but the thing is, what we were talking about was success. 
mm-hmm. at that given time. Right. But but we honestly, will. guys, like you don't have to keep defending this because she only listened no, to that we're, one. We're not defending so, it. We're no, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that you are. I'm just saying that if you want to to come for somebody or if you want to um, critique something, you can't just listen to one thing and say, oh, well, this whole podcast is against black women or you guys don't support black women. Because you did Omar no say, idea. What did Omar say? Check your username and password, and password before, before you, you come, come at me. At me. <laughs> I'm going to tell, tell you what it really is, though. You know, and it's crazy because instead of, you know, trying to, Give some type of like positive feedback, you know, you or or constructive feedback. I'm open to constructive feedback. Exactly. Exactly. You (laughs) she say, I don't know if this is a black podcast or if this is just a podcast with black co-hosts. Bitch, let me tell you something. Okay. Didn't have to to go there. What it it is, (laughs) what it is, is is something that we decided to come together to do Uh, and what what blows me is that people get so high strung Mm -hmm. on themselves and they want like a cause to fight to make themselves feel good to make themselves feel like that they're doing some something for the greater good when you're actually doing nothing because everything that you had to say was extremely negative and you don't even know enough about the podcast to even comment to even have the background to even say anything so it's just yeah. kind of interesting because it's like those are the honestly, comments. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. So no, I'm going to say this and we can move on. Yeah. Guys, it, 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 please don't be offended or feel the need to correct any of the conversation we have on this show mm-hmm. because the show's called The Tequila Tales. Mm-hmm. Tequila. Right. <laughs> it's tequila in there. So you don't have to take anything we say at, at face value as we're giving you the facts. Yeah. Right. It's entertainment. I, right. It is entertainment. But what I will add to that though, Omar, is that if you do listen to the show, we self-correct pretty regularly. So like even yeah. if if one of you all are saying something that I think or Britney thinks or Omar think like if any of us don't agree with it or feel like, nah, that's probably you know, you slut shaming out here, Isaac. Like you out here being <laughs> reckless or whatever. Like we gonna call you on it. So, like, right. but but here's like, the thing, we, though. We even I never released that episode. I never even, released that episode because y'all was dragging me. But, but, but Casey, me even even like, if that. even if that's so, like like we know Isaac is the most respectful human being on the planet. You know what I mean? So we're doing that jokingly. So that's what I mean. Sure. You can't take anything that happens on the show called the Tequila Tales. Take it however you want. Or journalists. Or or like we're journalists. Like (laughs) we're we're, journalists. (laughs) It's my goddamn opinion. And you ain't gonna stop me from telling from saying what the fuck I got to say. And many of us on this show is just playing devil's advocate. Right. Just because we're trying to keep the conversation interesting. But there are some people that may agree with things we say and may not agree with us. However, you should never write in like you're upset or you're trying to say let me put them in their place because you're wasting your time we're going to read your message and laugh (laughs) (laughs) or drag your ass on the show (laughs) and talk about we're going to go to your profile and make fun of everyone in every picture on your social media stop it no we're not we ain't doing all that we're taking screenshots we will not however we what what i what i think we appreciate is when you challenge our ideas Oh, it's, for sure. It's good to challenge someone's idea, but not shit on them and pass judgment. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 
Exactly. Also, you because you can play devil's advocate. Yeah, we we want to play devil's advocate. She ain't gonna start no goddamn podcast. Oh, she is. She gonna call it. the the uh, cognac conversations. <laughs> Stop it! No, she it's gonna be her and crackhead Earl, <laughs> <laughs> who cut hair in the hood. Oh my god! Um, Kevin Hart is out here cheating again, and uh, oh, niggas is loving it. These, uh, but aren't these, we all? Aren't we all out here? Cheating? These motherfuckers are. I am loving. Not, Everybody's not cheating. I am not out here. Some cheating. of us are having affairs, Omar. I think we've addressed and this. I a am you're right. Having Kevin an Hart affair. is having Some an affair. Some of us are having an affair. No, 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 uh-uh. an no, no, rich, he wasn't. Rich people that nigga have was cheating. No, no, rich no, people uh-uh. have affairs. In that moment, he was cheating. That nigga was cheating. He right. that was not an affair because because she she had the receipts. And she outed him. So, so like as we talked about in the past, that's stereotypical cheating, right? Yeah. Because if well, she was in her space, she would have wanted the longevity. You know what I'm saying? So she I was trying to get. So I haven't voiced my opinion on the Kevin Hart thing, but I know you and I kind of, you kind of, you know, gave me your rundown, and you didn't like the way he was being attacked uh, on social media. I was kind of being dragged a little bit. You talking about and, Isaac? Yeah, yeah. Isaac, you know, he he didn't like the way Kevin Hart was being attacked. He says, "All right, you guys are talking shit about Kevin Hart." He's like, "But what about what R. Kelly's doing?" He's like, "Michelle Obama had a sign up on Instagram say R. Kelly, bring back our girls." Oh and I'm like, "I didn't see the sign, Isaac. Like, can you show me the sign?" Oh He's like, "I saw one of those Instagram handles where they." They kind of break break over the conspiracy. Stop it! But I don't know. I was like, I don't know. You know, I don't really have an opinion. Okay, so 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 the thing with the Kevin Hart thing was, and uh, and admittedly, and and here's here's what's funny when you can admit to something after the fact, right? Like it was a really long weekend for me, and I was extremely tired. You know, going to work, and when it all hit, you know how sometimes when you're fatigued and you don't have a lot of sleep, certain things can irritate you a lot larger than it normally would. It was something about when I okay, so so I saw when he initially made the the comment, you know, and immediately I thought, oh shit, whatever this is, this is heavy. He know he messed up, and I was just thinking, you know what, man, that's that's cool that he's getting in front of it because he's owning up to the fact that he did something right. wrong or whatever, and not trying to justify it, but just saying, you recognize that you promote an image that. It's supposed to be something that's positive. And so you're taking responsibility, right? Like right. when we found out that Tiger had 12 bitches, you know what I'm saying? You know, he handled it his way. Kevin Hart, knowing that a lot of people are plugging into him, he took the most honorable approach that he could in that moment. Now, I'm not saying that people can't be upset. I'm not saying that they couldn't be frustrated. What I, what I, I think what was bothering me was that it felt like I was seeing excitement. Like, finally, he gets to fall from grace, right? Like, and it, and, and it wasn't just a, oh, no, he was wrong for doing that. It was a, okay, finally, we get the chink in his armor. And let's, let's, let's go out of our way to destroy him. And, and, and it's not saying that he gets the pass, but it's saying that it felt sinister. It, it, and not in the sense of, because I've been hurt like that before, and this is how, I, this is why I feel this way. It felt more like, because this nigga been finally. winning too long. Right. And, and finally, and I was and like, that's that hater mentality yeah. as if the same people that's judging him ain't got dirt. And, 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 and let me just say this, because I'm going to tell you the main thing that bothers me about this. It's the same thing that bothered me with the Donald Sterling thing. 
It's okay when you do bad stuff. I don't like this place that we're at right now where private shit that we do can get broadcasted because someone was recording you without your permission. Like, yo, if a nigga was following all of us around when we did certain things, I'm like, yo, it was shit I did that weekend that if someone was secretly recording me and posted, I might have lost my job. And so there's there's that aspect of, damn, like, y'all not even a little upset that somebody that was involved with him consensually secretly recorded him and is now extorting him and now we're just all playing a part in the shit that she wanted. And now she's getting defended by that same bitch that's, uh, you know, uh, defends everybody else. And I'm like, yo, like, y'all don't see that. She's like, defending Shartavia. What's that she, lawyer's name? Yeah, she's she out here winning. Yeah, I, right. well, not that Gloria chick. But let me uh, ask I you a question. He, he was set up, right? Well. Yeah. Tech, he may have been. Tech, I don't there's know. a phone in the room. It, it, right. Like, right. come on. Right. Yeah. Right. And don't you usually sweep the room before you get with the hooker well. and hide <laughs> your wallet? Mm. Well, apparently you they should. Were, or no. Oh right, no! Right. Oh no! We talked about so that means his wallet week. was out too. Like he's just like, yeah, let's just go and get this in. But here's what <laughs> you know why we here. here, right? You know why we here. Here's what's even more disturbing, right? So just to kind of piggyback off what um, Ike was saying about how people kind of just turned this whole, you know, finally he fucked up, finally he's gonna pay or this type of shit or whatever. Um, they even turned on a Nico, like his wife, like oh now she gets what she deserves because. He was cheating on his ex-wife with her. Mm. So eventually it was going to happen. Like the same way you get them is the same way. Like you'll lose them. Like they almost to the point where like she shouldn't even feel a certain type of way because she should have expected it. So it well, was isn't kinda, that karma? Mm. Don't they call it karma? Karma is a bitch. Yeah. Well, but at the well, end of the day, you shouldn't be discredited. Don't talk about the universe. Don't you play blame <laughs> on the universe. I'm not. Don't <laughs> blame on the universe. <laughs> I'm just but no, I, there was There was a young lady under Isaac's mentions uh, under that post because he got dragged up and down Facebook for the shit. Um, but she made a really, really great comment. And Isaac, if you're okay with it, I want oh, to read it. Absolutely. Go um, for it. Because she, she nuanced it a little bit. Um, yeah, her name is Jasmine Turner. She's the- actually... Yeah, she. you agree with her. She's CEO of Black Match Made, so if you need to get set up, she got you. Salute to Jasmine, but anyway. Um, if this wasn't Kevin and Aniko, I'm sure people's reactions would be different. He went on the radio, basically talked about how he found a woman who is logical, as if most women aren't logical, and therefore Aniko is special. Then Aniko has been unnecessarily making comments about his previous marriage hurting his first wife. These actions bring up a lot of emotions, specifically from women who have one, been cheated on, two, left for the younger woman, three, dealt with dark skin versus exotic colorism, four, left with kids and therefore undesirable while the man gets to go on and start a new life. Lots of women, specifically black women, can relate to this because they see Tori, his previous wife, as someone like themselves. I haven't seen anyone say they would stop supporting him. I think women are enjoying seeing the what we have is better than what's then that's why it works front fall apart because many women have experienced what Tori experienced. Lastly, what Kevin has done and is doing to women is simply not okay. Don't quote take a chance on marriage at the risk of another person's emotional vulnerability. His wife is pregnant. She stood by his side when the first pics came out and he has her looking like a fool, which I'm sure um which I'm sure has her going through all types of unnecessarily unnecessary emotions right now. 
we as a culture have to get to a point where we value and respect each other's vulnerabilities. Iniko is probably going to deal with this for at least a couple of years. And for what? A one night nut? Unacceptable. So I think that's where a lot of the outrage came from. Although I do agree with you. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I felt I felt like her response was um, it was nuanced. And Mm -hmm. and I could understand that, you know, um, I think that. okay, you know, to I noticed that there are a lot of people or or how do I put this like like first off, I'm a fan of greatness. I'm I'm a Mm -hmm. fan of people that that go out of their way to create something and to do something. And once again, I was even saying I'm not giving him the pass like what he did was wrong. Uh, for a multitude of reasons. I think the, once again, the biggest thing that, that I found a little agitating was just the lack of compassion in that moment. And for from people Kevin? that I know, well, 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 no, 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 like for the entire situation, right? Like, and, mm-hmm. and, and like a human moment, a mistake that they made and just like, okay, now it's time to dump. And you know, that's the internet. So I get it. And like, look, let's be honest. He kind of had it coming. To a degree, because I mean, he's admittedly, before. this is kind of but no, no, no. But even beyond that, he pulled us into his relationship. You know what I'm saying? Well, he made that, he commoditized yeah. his relationship. Right. Like, that's yeah. why I don't like yeah. my personal shit being out there like that, because when you make your relationship a part of your brand, people are going to tap into it. They're going to buy into it and they're going to feel like, nigga, we all dating her. Right. Like, because I mean, every time he this, had a Instagram this our post relationship. Up, hashtag my rib. Yeah. So I was like, dude, you kind of made your relationship holier than thou. And while she's pregnant to do that. Yeah, you kind of did have it coming. So, I mean, I'm not stunting on the fact that he shouldn't get dragged a little bit. It was just it felt it felt sinister and it didn't feel like I'm bothered by the fact that she's cheating. It felt like finally right. someone who 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 was winning gets the fall and no, I, and that I shit that, that that's well, hater to me I that's remember, some hater i remember shit. you 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 know i i remember you did the same thing with steve harvey mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's some attachment you have for niggas falling for grace you did yeah. the same thing with yeah. bill cosby yeah well no, 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 no. <laughs> not were you like how do we know those not are bill how not, do you know? You was like, how do you know that wasn't just some, some uh-huh. jello? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How do you know that uh-huh. wasn't uh-huh. jello? Fifty, fifty. But, but, but I remember, you, I remember you, know you and I sat down doing oh the Ferguson incident. Oh my god! We sat down with oh, the Ferguson shit. incident, and I okay. said, "Man, they they pushed Jesse Jackson out of Ferguson," and and Dude, you said, "Why?" Choice. I said, "Because he was selling, <laughs> trying to sell them conflict resolution packets for like fifteen hundred dollars." Oh my god! <laughs> and he said, "Well, there was some conflict going on there." Why would you push out just I said Isaac, you know I'm done with this conversation. Like why that. are you taking up Right, right. You you no. know what it is. No. I'm going to tell you what it is. You like this you don't like to see you don't like to see a black man fall from grace even when they're it's, shitty. No, no. Wait, no, no, wait. No, it's not that because because I'll the drag juice is loose I'm, though. The juice is hey, loose. Hey, hey. Uh, big ups to OJ uh, getting out. Uh, <laughs> He's chilling in Florida. No, no. Okay. <laughs> so no. OJ no. never failed. Just they, they, they tried to get OJ. You know what? Omar Omar, but see, Omar Isaac's not going to comment on a real Omar, nigga, though. Omar, Omar made a claim. That's, that's funny. That's funny. Omar, Omar made a claim. And admittedly, admittedly, like like where I ended my post at, it, which is what I was saying was, 
one of the biggest things that I think prevents people from trying in life, right? Like from getting married, from doing things is the fear of failure. Like this thing that this this notion that if I don't think I'm ready to be perfect, then I'm not going to try it. Right. And so, you know, infidelity, infidelity, but I'm saying infidelity is a real thing. Right. Like it's it's. But it doesn't mean that you enter the marriage knowing, oh, I'm about to cheat on her X, Y, and Z. But I'm saying, though, if it's so public that, like, now we're dragging them, then another person that's looking at that shit thinking, like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm afraid of being perfect, then therefore, I'm afraid of being imperfect, therefore I'm not going to try it. So I'm like, the same women who want to do the Miriam that's trying to convince him to go against his natural urge and shit, is also the same woman that is going to drag you if you don't live up to whatever her expectations were. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, you can't have it. But both couldn't ways. but couldn't he have been like P Diddy? Mm. P P Diddy is not out here getting married. He's he's successful, and he has. He's kids. made it. He's made it very clear. Like this is a very um, uncommon situation, but we gonna make this shit work. Right. Yeah. No, and he's and he's he's good with all his kids. He's good with all the baby mamas. Like he put that understanding out there. But I think I agree. Kevin Hart is a, was a little sloppy. Oh no. He, and and, and Kevin totally probably sloppy. wants he, totally he likes the idea of being a family man. Oh, right. don't we all right. just, until right. the kids you know. open their fucking mouth. Oh wow. <laughs> and you got a wife like Brittany that walk in the room, oh, you're like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm cheating. I'm cheating. First off, what I, t- what I tell you about I'm coming fucking, for Brittany. Right, I'm fucking amazing. She know so what it ain't is. Shit, Omar can say that's gonna make me change up who I am. How about that? Just imagine you you at home and then Brittany walks in the room and you just like I was wanting to be a good husband <laughs> and she coming and talking that shit. You like, oh, I'm gonna cheat on a Tuesday. That that's not even a good day to cheat. Oh. Okay. <laughs> First off, get so, a hit on every girl at the bar. Ugh. Oh Lord, have mercy! All right, y'all. Cardi B out here making history. My girl. boo, my I boo, Cardi, yes. B. Cardi B, the first female rapper to top the Billboard hundred one hundred charts. But hold on, hold on. But I gotta show respect because I don't want to want people to think I'm I'm down in black women. So <laughs> shout out to Mickey, Nicki Minaj. For shouting out Cardi B's success. Hello. Yeah. Okay. How about so that? So we, we've heard from Safari <laughs> that that was fake and that oh, he God. knows how she would have reacted because Safari is not bitter at all. Safari Insert is sarcasm no, here. Safari's <laughs> definitely happy. Like, even when he and Meek Mill met up, they had a great conversation. I think Safari's Gucci. He's not worried about that. <laughs> but low-key, like, like Nikki, Nikki could not have done anything right. Like, she's kind of, like, even if she shouts her out, it's like, ah, she fake. But if she didn't, ah, she hating. So it's like, Nikki had to say something. So it's like, Mm. you know, she said something. Just let her, you know, do her. Right. And why does it have to be an issue? Why can't it just be She doesn't have to congratulate her. Like, Like, why does it have to be like, oh. Right. And see, and people be trying to make beef, like, they didn't put up so many, like Baller Alert and all them didn't put up so many damn posts. Like, who would you pick as rapper at it, best female rapper of the right. year? And they will put like Nicki Minaj up against Cardi B. But it's like, fam, come on now. What the fuck? Why does it why does it have to be that? Why can't Cardi they B always, just live out her success? Yes. Be awesome stop, and stop then let's hitting move on. Female rappers against each other. 
Mm. Let them be awesome. We already know who the best rapper is alive, dead or alive. Everyone already knows that. Who's that? Who? We already know. We already know. No, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Who she say? That's why I know y'all not woke. (laughs) Queen Latifah. That's how I know y'all not woke. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Female, male rapper, the best rapper alive. Dylon. Dylon. Niggas, sit your ass the fuck down. I, I know you. he was about I to can't. say some stupid shit. Right, some dumb shit. Like, it couldn't even just be like a real, he could be like, oh, Kendrick, or like, you know, just somebody no. legit. He no. had to say Dylon. <laughs> Wrong. It's Dylon. <laughs> Fake news. And then Cardi B. Right. <laughs> oh so, wait a minute. Casey, Casey. Yes. Um, but let, I'm, I'm sorry, before oh, you. Go for it. But let me ask you a question. Does Cardi B speak English or mumble rap? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> or Spanish or a little bit of both. I don't know. Yo. I can't understand a word she's saying. Yeah. yeah. I'm just nodding. She need that finger lady. Yeah. She need that finger lady. Like when she's talking to give you the little boop, boop, boop. That's what she's saying. Oh, my God. She needs closed caption. Like translation. We need closed caption for boo boo. I did see people uh, making comments like really disappointed that the last female you know, rapper that did this was Lauren Hill. And it's disappointing that the example we have for young girls is Cardi B. Um, well, the thing is, like, if she spoke English, I would be. <laughs> see, oh. I, I would be her biggest fan. But I heard she got her teeth fixed. Did they take out her tongue when they were fixing her teeth? Did okay. they, they nick right. something? She's, I don't know. Nigga, she <laughs> saw the bag on that shit. She spent the but bag let me on tell it. You, but let me tell you, I'm not going to take away from her success. She's doing an right. amazing job, but I, I and you know, and I don't like to take away from the mumble rappers either. But she's not a mumble rapper. I will say that. Yes, she is. No, she's not. She's she not don't mumble rap. rap. She don't. No, she don't. She's not doing that. No. So who's a mumble rapper that you say does does that? Oh, I don't know their names. I don't know any of their names. Lifestyle. What's his name? That's a condom, Brittany. No. (laughs) (laughs) She's still on Kevin Hart. She's still on Kevin Hart. We already moved past. (laughs) We moved past that. She's still on Kevin Hart. Let me think of a mumble rapper. No. She's like, I think that guy's name Golden Magnum. He said, in my lifestyle. Oh. Tracy Ellis Walsh. Did a lot of shit just to live. Is that that Young Thug? Young Thug. Yeah, Young Thug. Yeah, he's a mumble rapper. That's a mumble rapper. He may be going to jail pretty soon because of uh, gun possession. Oh, of course he is. Was it guns or was it drugs? I can't it, remember. It has to I, be. Does it, it, does it matter? Um, <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah. probation violation is what it was. But he actually speaks clearly. Have you heard him speak? He's oh, doing that most on of them speak clearly. Yeah, them they are. mumble yeah. rap, though. Like Question, though. Because you know what? This is a good... That's a good point, Casey. Do you all think that Cardi really can articulate? And no, that's why I'm saying. No, this. Uh, no I, think oh, she, okay. I think that's you how all think speaking. that's really who she is. Like legitimately, yeah. this isn't just an but, elaborate. And I think, no, that's how she. And is. I think that that's uh, why I think that's why people are so drawn to her. First of all, she's a you know on Love and Hip Hop, so that's how she's been talking for you know right. ever. But yeah. I think that she is her authentic self, and that is what draws people okay. to her. So it's like you can hate and, and, on her if you want to, but that's who the fuck she is. And she's and she's very unapologetic about it. And yeah. you know what? Right. And I love her for it. I'm mm. just saying 
I wish there was closed caption. Did they use closed <laughs> caption on Love and Hip Hop? Is all I want to know. No. Can we get the, can we get the no. footage? Like because whenever I hear her in the interview, I'm like, I don't understand what she's saying, right. and either right. I'm dumb as hell. Or right. we both dumb right. as hell. Right. We're going to go with you. Honestly, and honestly, oh, if people are being honest, they don't know what the fuck she's saying. A, a healthy percentage but of the time. I'm, oh, I'm there, like, there's I a couple some, of lines I have, but outside of that, I don't I don't know. But I was like, I think she's me. saying something. And I'm not even talking about the song. Like, on the song, she's definitely clear. Mm. So they probably, you know... You know, oh, you mean when she's talking or her speech? Yeah, yeah, yes. Oh, that's no. what Omar's talking about. I'm talking about, about her interviews. Yeah. I'm like, I can't understand yeah. a word she's saying. Oh, yeah. that's that's and not I, for you. That's not for you. And Omar. I'm just, <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I'm like, she has the number one song. Please let her say something amazing. And it's like, and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, And I'm like, and 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 women, women would agree with this too, right? When you. You know what I mean? Like, you look up, you're like, oh, she got a dope song. You're like, oh, she got a little decent little body. She's cute. Mm-hmm. You know, you're checking out, and then she opens her mouth. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? Yeah. So, so yeah. Jesse Williams, it does. It does uh, the, the king of awokeness, uh, Jesse Williams, okay. our, our ambassador of woke, he made a comment. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Who said he's our ambassador? He is our ambassador of woke. You better get your life. You know he's not well. my ambassador. He's your ambassador, right? Omar Just like Trump Dr. ain't Umar your president, Johnson. nigga. That's your president. God damn it! Uh, I didn't say Trump's not my president. Trump is my president, and I'm putting oh. a travel ban <laughs> on all you niggas. <laughs> <laughs> no, What's that sheriff he, name? What's that sheriff uh, name? Oh, my God. Joe Sheriff Apiano Clark. Or whatever the, no, the oh, sheriff that Clark. Oh, that motherfucker. I'm a sheriff Clark, um, you guys. But Jesse made a, a great point about how, and I don't remember where he was talking about this. He wasn't talking about Cardi B, but he was basically saying that, you know, black people can be as ghetto as they want to, as, as quote, ratchet as they want to, whatever you want to call us. But we don't have to um, change our speech to make you comfortable. So, like, even yeah. as black people, we we judge one another. We hear somebody like, oh, she ghetto. Like, you don't want to speak to them because, you know, you may be a little bit uh, hoity-toity, if you will, like, like myself. Um, and that immediately turns you off. But a lot of women, because, you know, they've um, they've either watched the show or listened to her interviews or whatever. And after getting an opportunity to hear that Cardi B is pretty um, feminist and pro woman, that they've become huge fans. Even some of the most sadiddy women I've met have been that way. Mm. And it's like, you know, we can judge each other and white people can judge us, too, for for using certain terms or having slang or X, Y and Z. But we shouldn't have to tone that down to make you feel more comfortable. And I think mm. that the reason that people are attracted to Cardi and what draws them to her is that she does not tone it down for anybody. Um, right. And it's like she's winning and, and by that, being authentically who she is. Right. And that yeah. is right. not what I'm saying. I'm, not, I'm I, saying what, I can't understand her. You know what? Trump people <laughs> I didn't understand say that you Trump. Was, God damn it. People understand Trump, right? Yes. But and his people who are listening to him is like, Trump's absolutely amazing. And finally, someone that speaks their mind. <laughs> the people that are following Trump say the same thing about Trump. But that doesn't make Calm it Calm down, like, Mary Mary. Calm down. That doesn't make it normal. <laughs> that doesn't make what's going on normal. Oh, boy. <laughs> Slow down shackles on my feet so I can dance. Right, like, I just, right. I need Did to y'all right. see that motherfucking um, view? 
interview where she tried to justify what she said, talking about some um, the reason why they were asking her about it. And she tried to get all like extra, like hard, like, you know, um, I only I only went with I voted with him, voted for him because of my faith. And, you know, as I mentioned before, that's just something between me and God. You know, but I wrote a letter talking about it and nobody wants to talk about that. But that's all I'm going to say about that. What's the next question? So she tried to get mm. all hard mm. with them on the view in the clip is on, I think, ball alert. Okay. So everybody mm. was coming under it like, girl, fuck you still. Like, right. ain't nobody, right. nobody give a fuck. God <laughs> ain't tell you to do that shit. Right, right. So but here's the deal. Okay. Why do you think so, she did it? Because, because that, you know, to me. <laughs> That's almost problematic when you're saying I'm a Christian and I uphold Christian values and all the shit that occurred during Trump's uh, um, campaign, you know, campaign, even to the point of literally weeks before the election, hearing about grabbing of pussies. And you're saying as a woman and a black woman and a black woman Christian, you heard that and you said, but even still. I'm going mm-hmm. him. I think because you know he's a Christian. It, it, like, it boils down to stop it. It boils stop. down. And, and he ain't a Christian. He ain't. It he boils ain't down to money. It boils down to money and what Republicans stand for. Uh, one thing about Republicans is they're big on making sure their money stays in their pocket. One mm-hmm. thing that Democrats are big on is taking, you know, that tax money and providing it to those that basically can't do for themselves so well, they say a they lot of the re- but fuck Democrats right too, just sorry. exactly <laughs> but a lot of the republicans that i've talked to over the last what nine ten months this motherfucker has been in office the reasons for them voting for him has all been about money it's been about mm-hmm. it's crazy because it's black it's mexican it doesn't matter who they are they all talk about democrats want to take all my money and give it to people who won't work for themselves where a republican party is about making sure i, I keep my hard on money this is the reason why you know um the middle class doesn't you know can't is it, struggling and so forth and i'm like you can't sit here and tell me that the reason you voted for him is because you don't like the fact that democrats are taking trying to i guess tax them tax the more wealthy or whatever mm. to take that money and put it back into like government programs whether it happens or not the point is right. i guess that's the that's the reason behind it right you so, know and that's the one thing i hear all the time like i want to keep my money i want to keep my so, money i'm like Come right on. i have a question then so like do you guys feel like we should um can you punish certain people for being brainwashed just like a mm. yes or no on That's that. a good question. That's a because mm. Well, well, <laughs> I think, cause, I think cause we here's... all intrinsically get punished when people are brainwashed. But go ahead, though. You can finish. Sure. Point, I didn't, I don't yeah, because I because when I think about it, like I've, I mean, she's been getting dragged. Uh, Tina Campbell of Mary. You talking about and? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and um, I've seen you know other people just in general get dragged for for admitting that they voted for Trump and things like that. Right. And it's like, trust me, <laughs> I'm the most anti. Uh, I don't want to say anti-Trump. I'm against everything that he stands for because um, he showed me exactly who he was. So I'm not. I'm not like super 
anti-Trump because I'm like, I I knew who the fuck he was. That's why I didn't vote for him. (laughs) But I am anti everything that he represents and everybody that and everybody that he does represent. I don't know if that makes any sense. I've been drinking a lot of wine. But anyway, so (laughs) I feel like like when you talk about people who um, because I don't want to say that all Christians are brainwashed. Absolutely not, because I'm Christian. Um, I'm not overly religious, but I certainly have a belief in God and Jesus Christ and that kind of thing. And so I don't think that all Christians are this way, but there are certain Christians that their Christianity and their belief in the word of God is is more important than anything else in life. Like literally you could tell them that the sky is blue and if the Bible told them that it was yellow or neon green, they would disagree with you because the Bible said that that's what it is. And so it's like, I I understand why she's getting dragged. I think that it, it makes perfect sense because voting for him was detrimental to humanity. But it's like, when someone is, um, if someone has a mental disability, like, do we, do we blame them for that? I don't know. I just want to nuance it a little bit because I feel like we've gotten to a place where if someone says something or does something that we don't like or we don't agree with, we immediately drag them instead of trying to hear why they chose that and telling them, right. hey, I, I got why you chose that and that's horrible. Let me tell you why you should have done something else. So, now, so. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying like they should have learned that on their own or they should have attempted to discover those things on their own by watching something other than whatever it is they were watching or researching the candidate in other ways. But it's like, you know, if you're able to have that one-on-one conversation with somebody, why not take it instead of shunning them? Well, it's it's not that it's about shunning them, right? So Mm -hmm. if you're staunch, okay, no, I'm not going to say staunch. If you're Republican, they actually Mm -hmm. had a very solid candidate uh, by the name of John Kasich that Mm -hmm. upholds not only all of the traditional Republican values, but was the most sensible person on that stage. However, the way that people were voting was something that was completely different. And so, you know, I'm, I'm very anagalous in how I like to talk. Right. And so. Hold on. Hold on. I'll give you, I'll give you. Tell us. Anagalous. Right. Just, I'm going to use analogies. I'm going to, I'm going to use an analogy to explain the point that I'm getting at. If you know, you I take it, if I don't understand it, I take it as a sign of disrespect. You know, watch so, your mouth. Watch your mouth. You know, <laughs> so if, if I was about to get on a plane, Or I was about to have surgery, right? I'll give you two examples. If someone said, okay, this person has, uh, he's not a doctor. Uh, He's never done surgery before. Or in the situation of the plane, they say, you know what? He's never flown a plane before. However, he's very rich and he's very Christian. And he's going to he's going to get you to your destination as fast as you can go. Right. Like who wants to get on that plane or who wants to let that individual cut them open? Right. Like we like from a logical perspective, we went in and we elected someone who it it was the most illogical decision that could have been made. And so when people try to make it seem logical, I know. No, there was really another reason that you elected him. And it, it was one of one of maybe two or three. You were either an anarchist. And by anarchist, I mean, there are some people that wanted to see the system fall. 
They were like, I'm getting tired of these options. Let me, let me, let me get the guy that's the wild card that's just going to shake shit up. Right. And mm-hmm. they made a bet. They, they made a bet. They, they bet the house on roulette and the shit is in a space right now where we're all collectively paying for it. And so that's why I'm like, I don't like hearing those people make excuses. And then the other people, they like that racist shit that he was saying. They like sure. that racist shit that he was saying or, or, or that bigoted shit that he was saying. And there are mm-hmm. black bigots, there are Hispanic bigots, and there are white bigots. And there are sometimes when people have that very exclusionary type of information and you feel like that resonates with me, that's what you keyed into. And so it's almost like, all right, you made a social decision. You made a decision that wasn't about a business, you know, like when you think about what America is, they didn't make that decision. They made a decision that was based off of like what Omar was talking about uh, last week, opinionated facts. You got facts and then you got opinionated facts. They Mm -hmm. convinced themselves that these were facts when in reality was it was bullshit because no one would get on a plane with someone that's never flown a plane before. And so when we see what's happening, it, it, you know, we're getting to the point now where it's like, yo, like this is not a surprise to those of us that are sane, but mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't want to check out, but I can't fight. I can't fight because half of America thought that that was a sensible decision. Mm-hmm. And I'll just yeah. quickly comment. Uh, uh, this is uh Brittany, and I started the <laughs> website Blacks for Trump. <laughs> I hate y'all. This is why we can't rise up as a people. Um, so Tyrese is out here, Tyrese again. And um, I just oh, want to cover it real quick because he comes. There has King. been a lot of shit that's happened, hasn't it? <laughs> My nigga. <laughs> He coming for King <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, my and God. And I am not okay yeah. with it. Yeah. Like, why are you in his mentions on Instagram? Dwayne Johnson, you are not responding to my messages. <laughs> That's why I'm on here. <laughs> Nigga, we a family. You can't do this right. other movie, Hobbs. You trying to fuck up the family. Tyrese, sit your bitch ass down, bro. Like, you are embarrassing yourself. He's fucking miserable. This nigga is trying to scrape. I think he's bipolar. Like, real shit. He's trying to protect his career, trying to protect the bag. And the shit is running out. Okay, it's, the Fast and Furious is over, my nigga. He can, he can <laughs> still do over. a tour with TGT, though, is what y'all No, he can't. <laughs> no, he can't. They fell out. Okay? You're right. You're right. He cannot. Tank just released Savage. Have y'all listened to it? No, I haven't. I have but I bet you have. Five. You love it, don't you? I love I it. Black ass loved it. You I know, Trey on there, song number three. Oh, stop it. Stop Trey it. Trey is on there. Stop it. You know, we good, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's the thing with Tyrese I actually like Tyrese but he's actually an extra in the movie uh, I wouldn't like, consider he's him like an a, extra no he's oh kind my of God. like he's extras an extra. don't he's, an extra. he's the rapper he's the comic relief right. in the movie he's right above okay. uh, Ludacris it's Ludacris right, like, and then it's him and then it's right. everybody else above like, he's I Ludacris love Ludacris of course you do. Yeah, girl, but Ludacris ain't trolling for another Fast and Furious. <laughs> oh, and his restaurant That's in like, the Atlanta airport is um, fantastic. Go try it, it out if you haven't. Oh, girl. But, but here's what, here's what Tyrese doesn't grits? understand. Okay. Mm. I like some shrimp and grits now. Yes, ma'am. The, it's delicious. The, the challenge with Tyrese is that he doesn't understand 
what he's doing is like a Bond girl calling out uh, Daniel Craig. <laughs> like, you're going to break the venom. He's like, don't you know you bitches die by the end of the movie? You, there will be another Bond right. with you in it. <laughs> right, right. And that's but what Tyrese is doing. <laughs> like, dude, they don't need you in the movie. It's not like people are like, man, Tyrese was amazing in Fast and the Furious. Right. No one's walked out of the theater like, man, no Tyrese is ludicrous. Man. They carried that. They carried they the carried movie. That movie. I don't, I don't know like, about y'all, It's going to be a Tyrese. no for me. Dude, y'all name it all the black like people. Of them. I feel seven. like you not okay. the one with Bow Wow. Okay. Okay. He's had enough. So let me big up a black person. Uh, for those <laughs> listeners, <laughs> <laughs> shit, Dwayne Johnson is a black person. Why you he, he beige though? He beige. He's he's racially. What you say? He beige. Stop. It. Stop. <laughs> is Vin Diesel black? Uh, he's, he's also he's racially ambiguous. Is he? Is he? He's black. I don't in know what he I feel is. like I feel like Dwayne Johnson is more, is more black than no. Uh, Vin Diesel's Vin black Diesel Italian, is. I think. Okay, is, none is of y'all it? know shit. Like no, well, we don't. Well, and all of us got to cut our hair off when we get a certain age and right. shit because you know we got that nigga <laughs> hair so, stress. You know what I mean? Like, so let's. We, <laughs> there's a point where them genetics is like yo, you got to cut that shit right. off, man. Right. So let's go ahead and big up a black person for our listeners. Go for it. 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 Oh, black moment. Black moment. This is a moment in black history. Black history. <laughs> Sponsored by the Tequila Tales. Well, I don't know if y'all know this, but what's the guy's name that event- invented the Lacoste shirts and Lacoste. the polo rack? He was black, black Frenchman. Get out of here. Yeah. Google, that. Google this shit. Google it. You're on your phone. Google it. Mm. Mm. Okay. Google it. I, Google this shit. So I can pick up a black person so we can move the fuck on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's petty. They called him the alligator. They called him the alligator. Okay. And that's why the logo is an alligator. Mm. That was his name playing tennis. Mm. Mm. What was that movie uh, uh, with Will Ferrell when he was like, call me Gator? (laughs) uh, (laughs) The other guys. That's my favorite movie. Uh, 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 uh. Oh wow! Well, thank you, thank you for he that for black. that moment. Look at him, look at thank him. You. Go ahead, thank let you Isaac, for that moment let, in, let, in uh, Black uh, History. Well, let let Isaac read it so we can move you the fuck on. Oh no, so yeah. people don't think we she just care about black people. What's his name? <laughs> uh, Renee Lacoste founded uh, La Chemise Lacoste in 1933 with Andre Gillier, the owner and president of the largest French knitwear manufacturing firm at the time. They began to produce the revolutionary tennis shirt Lacoste had designed and worn on the tennis courts with the crocodile logo embroidered on the chest. Good shit, Omar. For this so, moment in black history. So if so you guys like this and, and White Guilt Week. You right. know what I'm saying? So if you guys like this type of shit, I'll drop one of these jewels every show. Just to make awesome. our black right. listeners right, right. To, so they so it makes them feel better and consciously hey, woke. Omar, wake them the fuck up. Wake them the fuck up. Okay, we can't get too deep sleeping. on the show. I can't get okay. too too deep because so, I can get real deep on the show and then I can eliminate race <laughs> in a heartbeat and all together. Oh, mm. And I'll show you how it doesn't exist. Then I can break down religion. <laughs> and then I can okay, hold on. And then this is no longer tequila. But tale. then right, there'd be nothing right. for anyone to talk Omar about. On his rants and shit. <laughs> right. Okay, so I I'm got, just gonna walk through history. 
<laughs> oh my god! Did okay. you guys know blacks had slaves? <laughs> Listen, hey, have y'all heard um, about the latest news with uh, Lavar Ball? Yes. Oh yeah, uh, he's yeah. homeschooling. Uh, yeah, I'm Home still waiting on my gym shoes. Wait a minute, what do you do? He pulled his son, his youngest son, out of high school. Okay, and he's homeschooling. Uh, People have been yeah. homeschooling kids for years. Four years. Right, why is this where am I fu- I thought you were gonna bring up real news, like where the fucking gym shoes at? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> fucking bought. I, I spent four hundred dollars on them shits. Uh, nigga, they already on the fourth design. Like where are the fucking <laughs> gym shoes? Gonna be? Oh, wait, they haven't got their gym shoes yet? No, no one's got their gym shoes. Bro. It's been five months. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> didn't know that. Wait, didn't know so y'all bought shoes that didn't exist. So wait a minute, so wait a minute though. So he's homeschooling, what was this like a controversy? Well, yeah. This um some some news outlet was calling him the worst father ever. This everyone been talking shit. People people been homeschooling for years. This is another gender neutral bathroom conversation. Like no one gives a shit about that. Oh, Mm. okay, is it? There's been ginger neutral bathrooms. D- you trying to you trying to set Britney off again? <laughs> okay, is it? She, okay, she about to snap I'm not on gonna, your ass. Right I'm not about We've to fall into that. We've been these dumbass conversations. I'm just, you know, I'm not gonna do it. They just get people to fall for the okey okay. doke. Whatever, whatever. Or Hilarious. I say keep 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 the shit going, Lamar. It's like, do what you oh, don't pull your kid out of school. Like you're the worst parent ever. It's like people been homeschooling their kids and they tend to do better if they have a decent parent mm-hmm. and yeah, now and there's it, virtual schools there's virtual schools now so they don't know it could it may not be him teaching his kid he mm-hmm. may have a tutor any other room that's way better than some right, any classroom right. you could ever be in well like, that's people possible just but like i don't i don't think the reason that he's keeping his kid out is is because of the education he said he wants no to it's focus because of the coach making, Right, he wants to make him the best basketball mm. player of all time or some shit like that. Which that's impossible if you're LeVar Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, A for effort. I hope there's LeVar. a good tutor. I hope there's a shit. good tutor. LeVar <laughs> <laughs> Ball averaged three points in the game. It's going to be a no for me. <laughs> you hating ass nigga. He'll, 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 he'll make him the best PlayStation expert right. on right. NBA right. Live of all time. Right. By being at home, got that. You have more time to play. I can't. I refuse. Um, all right. So the biggest, biggest story of the the news. What's the big story? The NFL. These motherfuckers kneeling. They done drowned oh, out. Shit. Colin I know Kaepernick. you're gonna bring this up. You know, it did. Listen. I'm surprised you didn't bring it up. So let me tell you something. I, I've, I, I've 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 been hanging out with Omar uh, for the last two weeks, and Omar will literally in the most uncomfortable moments possible like and, and, and it, it's it's literally almost like a pickup line like he right. will come up in, in a group of people oh so are you kneeling or are you standing oh my god <laughs> like that is his conversation in in 90 percent white establishments talking uh, to a group of white people so oh uh what are we doing are we kneeling or or, or, or are we standing could you <laughs> see omar on that I white the most we gangsta shit i on think the it's planet, white guilt right? year like he doesn't oh man stop. oh man oh man oh oh be on fire it's been with a it. and hard i'm year, it up guys it's been I'll a be hard year. it up like you have to be joking me are you really asking this? <laughs> yeah yes. it's friday night Always. and everybody's kicking it and, right. and and this is what you leading with i'm like boy you got you got balls of steel man <laughs> right. well i think it's a good conversation it's a good, a good conversation, conversation. having a You know, bar. because I think everyone's going to see it differently. And this is what, like, Isaac and I talked about. Like, 
everyone, you know, when you look at information, everyone has their own uh, truth. They have their own facts. Mm. So, you know, for example, when I got into an Uber and the guy had the military emblem like right by the door where you can see it as you mm. get in. And, and and I said, oh, military man. He's like, yeah, absolutely. You know, sir, blah, 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 blah. And takes me through it. And I said, so are we kneeling or standing? He says, oh, I'm oh kneeling. God. Like, yeah. he's, he's a black guy, just to throw that out there. And the okay. reason why I'm, I'm going to say the reason why he's a black guy, he said that. He goes, yeah, I'm kneeling. So I said, all right, all right. So I said, let me ask you a follow-up question. I said, are you kneeling because... You know, the injustice or whatever like that? Or are you kneeling because in military, uh, you know, in the military, like, it's appropriate to kneel and you're showing respect? He said, I don't even know. Mm. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, fair enough. And he's like, insert disclaimer. He's like, yes, I'm saying, like, I don't know from military rules or whatever, but I am kneeling based on the campaign. So I get that. And, you know, even when I was growing up and, you know, we used to do the national anthem, a lot of black people didn't stand for the national anthem. Like mm-hmm. you had you had a split depend depending on who you were raised by. So some kids would stand and, and put their hand over the heart and some kids would sit. And 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 I think it really depends on how you're raised. So I say that to say. When you when you think about information this guy or myself or anyone else, we were downloaded with certain information. Like no one's really set out to do research <laughs> and say what it is you should or shouldn't be doing. Everyone goes whatever their parents taught them or whatever their parents taught them. So you follow tradition. And, and that's when Isaac brought up like, you know, a, an opinionated fact. Like it's a fact to you, but it's still an opinionated fact because it only applies to you. It doesn't apply to the entire circumstance. Right. And and when you think about information today, even when you look at your Facebook feed, you're going to see things in your feed that's going to support your theory and your facts and your opinion. But you have to seek research. And so when you think about what Colin Kaepernick did and, and the other NFL players are doing, if you look at the facts of the situation, right, Colin Kaepernick, as they explained, was sitting at first before right. he started kneeling. Right. It was a military personnel that told him it's kind of disrespectful to sit and you should kneel instead because right. what that does is shows respect to the fallen fallen soldiers or someone that was hurt or someone injured. Or a, or a veteran so now, of any kind. Right. So then right. now now that's the whole fact. Him sitting was his opinion, right? It was it was Colin's uh, uh, opinionated fact, him sitting. The fact had nothing to do with me, blah, blah, you know, injustice, everything. That's his opinion. And, he's, and he still is entitled to that, whether he sits or stands. He's still entitled to his opinion. Mm-hmm. I agree. However, by him kneeling... He's actually showing respect to the flag. So then when you dig into it and you got all these people releasing the actual flag codes of how we've been disrespecting the flag for centuries, now you get the whole truth to say it was never about the flag. Mm-hmm. 
It never and, has been. I mean, and and, you know. and 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 it hasn't been right. And what's most frustrating about this is that I I don't know how I feel about the cause now that Trump has injected himself into it. Because yeah. on one level, while he may have galvanized people, he's hijacked the meaning. Because at yep. so, at, at, initially it was about police brutality. Now it's about patriotism right and so it's you know i i was saying i saw someone that was posting they were talking about once again a black movement or black culture has been appropriated they appropriated this shit and now we're locking arms now it's now it's something different and now it means now it's about first amendment rights well because at the end of the day you still don't want to face the police brutality like, we still haven't addressed that. Right. Like, you jump in and you want to say now it's about, you know, um, patriotism, disrespecting the flag. This is our, you know, country. We're supposed to represent it. And anybody who disrespects the flag should be, you know, carried out the field and should be fired and this and that. Fam, we've been dealing with this for about a year with this whole Colin Kaepernick and others, you know, kneeling at, at this flag because of the police brutality, because of the in- injustice of the shit that's been going on around the country with African-Americans, right? So why are you talking about patriotism? Why haven't you addressed that and then start talking about some other shit? You won't talk about that. You won't right. go there. Right. So you want to divert this whole conversation into something yep. else yep. because you still don't want to fucking face the reason why we're here. This is why it's so fucking mind-blowing. It's like... You're talking about disrespecting a flag when at the end of the day, because of our First Amendment right to be able to, you know, freedom of speech and, you know, what's it, religion and all that other shit. We don't have to stand for that fucking flag. We don't have to say any of that shit. It's not about a flag. It's 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 never been about that. It's about conformity. Right. Right. And and you have to get people to conform. And And the, the question, though, is, like, wouldn't you want somebody to stand because they feel uh compelled to and not because they feel obligated to like we are not in a dictatorship or totalitarian society my nigga if i want to sit the fuck down i should be able to do that why would you want me to do it because i'm being forced to do it that's not a free country that you keep preaching about Exactly. But see, Omar just kind of touched on that and it just kind of like struck a little nerve. You're right. It's about conformity because see, if we all conformed and stood for that flag and did what he said do, then it would show that he has control that he really doesn't have. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what, again, it, what it basically means is silence the black guy. Exactly. Because at the end he, of the that's day, what it is. He didn't that's say shit to is. Tom Brady. Right. He didn't say shit to exactly. Dale or Earnhardt Jr. when he exactly. said, I would, I would near. Now, let me silence the black guy because that's, let's be honest, that's that's the way the system is set up. White, sure. white people that are, are, stream, that are, that are extreme bigots mm-hmm. like to silence black people, especially black men. Mm-hmm. They don't mind sleeping with black women. They don't mind fucking black women all day. They, but they a black like man with that us, goes but they against would not, They would silence us just as much. Let's be clear. Oh, they're saying, but the thing is, no, but I'm saying they would listen. But if a black man mm. disagrees with them or shows some kind of, if, if, if a black man shows any kind of confidence 
in himself, it threatens them. Mm. I'm going to tell you, the black man is, is extremely threatening. Yeah, mm. y'all especially if, Especially if he's like, you know what? You ain't going to tell me what the fuck to do. Like, majority well, of those Well, what's also dangerous is, is that there's... <laughs> I mean, the whole NFL is black men. So, like, they know... Right. You know, you you cross one one boundary, you could have a whole league that's gone. Or well, the thing is, you know, he would beat up on Steph Curry, right? He would right. beat up on Steph Curry. Oh, like he wouldn't talk shit to Michael thing. Jordan. Mm. He wouldn't talk to you know. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't say shit to LeBron to, to somebody. He wouldn't say something that's confident. Like, I'm not saying Steph Curry's not confident, but. He went on attack on him. He wants to. He's a bully. Like he's he's a, a bigoted bully, right? And he's he, and the 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 you know it's it's a story about uh, this consulting company that was you know they went to this company and they were trying to get their sales reps to sell a different way, and they came back and they did these studies and they did all this research and they came back and told the CEO the challenge is that these people will one day die and then you, you'll get rid of that problem. Mm. But you'll never get rid of that issue within the organization. They mm-hmm. just, they just, the, the, the sales reps there are just employed and, and when they die, you'll get, you're, you're in that kind of way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing that. Like the young mm. people are very outspoken and, and I think you're going to see a lot of change and I think he's trying to protect that. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, because you think about it like, uh, you know, they know that at one point, at, at some point, they'll become the minority, yeah. right? It's gonna and happen. So the this, only way, this and the only way is protect. to protect that mm-hmm. is keep keep us in in check and keep right. us in control. We have to protect the system, and, and and that's the point that I'm getting at is that if it was someone else kneeling for any other cause other than something that's going to benefit black or brown people, people wouldn't have taken the patriotism. Let's say that if you took a knee because you wanted to uh, protest the the Iraq war, no one would have been like, oh, how dare you? So Mm -hmm. so they're using or the war that we're in patriotism. Right. Exactly. You know, like they're using patriotism as a big excuse to to nullify what we already know is social inequity. And, and so, and like, that's why it's bullshit. And, 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 and what Trump has done is he's pulled a matrix move to where it's now we're not even talking about the real reason because now that more people are starting to get behind it, you got the NBA that's like, yo, fuck that. Like, even though they sent out a memo in the NBA that was like, oh, we're standing. I heard it's that mandatory. the Lakers was like, oh, no, we're about right. They said it's mandatory, but the Lakers was like, yo, we plan on protesting that shit the entire season. And I wish they would NBA try to no tell the NBA, NBA is NBA all like black 90% people, niggas. my nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, do we really want to see a bunch white of white boys running around bro. here? Do a layup. Like, this nigga, is no. nigga that, that central. Ain't what we <laughs> Casey, this though, I got a question n- for you. For I don't know what's in your notes, though. Yes, I don't know what's in your notes. But okay. but off of what Omar just said about mm-hmm. how black men are 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 the most threatened, did you have anything about that VSB article <laughs> that <laughs> came did. out? I did. Mm. Of course I did. Um, Very Smart Brothers wrote um, an article called Straight Black Men Are the White People of Black People. 
uh, let me give you, give me give you that one more time. Straight black right. men are the white people of black people. Um, and black what? men, yeah, black men collectively proved that he was dead fucking right and didn't realize the irony of them losing their shit over it. Um, to just, I mean, they lost know, their shit. They, so black you go ahead and give the rundown. Okay. They lost so their shit. Basically, you know, the the author was trying to outline that straight black men have a sort of privilege um over black women that that they don't want to acknowledge. And um when anyone attempts to call it out, they respond to it in a way that a white person would when you talk about their white privilege. Um so it, I'm it, I'm gonna disagree with that, and and the reason why because I'm in corporate America, mm-hmm. and there are way more black female executives than there are black executives, way more. And way I'm not talking female. about CEOs, females, and I'm not talking about like CEOs. I'm mm-hmm. talking about executives in okay. that executive leadership role. There are way more black females than there are black males in executive leadership roles. Mm-hmm. Now you may have your black male CEOs. Mm-hmm. And then now you're starting to get black female CEOs. Mm -hmm. But when you look at, if you take 20 companies and go look at them and see in the leadership, executive leadership, how many black men are in there and how many black women are being there. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Do some research. I've done it. (laughs) <laughs> that's why I'm telling you telling everyone go do it you gotta see it. his face Casey. Right. I'm I, telling everybody go do like, it I, it's I hate fact. that I'm missing you know how Omar says that it's a fact that's it's his a thing fact. Like, okay wait a minute so, so wait a minute but, but, but Casey did you did you did you highlight uh, any of the points that he was making because he um, said some things that I yeah. thought were pretty credible Point. yeah so there's a, a piece that says Although we recognize that not all white people are actively racist, we want them to accept that all benefit from racism. And we become annoyed when individual whites take personal exception and center themselves in any conversation about race, claiming to be, quote, one of the good ones and wishing for us to stop and acknowledge their goodness. But when black women share that we pose the same existential and literal danger to them that whiteness does to us, and when black women ask us to give them the benefit of the doubt about street harassment and sexual assault and other forms of harassment and violence we might not personally witness. And when black women tell us that allowing our cousins and brothers and coworkers and niggas to use misogynistic language propagates that culture of danger. And when black women admit how scary it can be to get followed and approached by a man while waiting for a bus or walking home from work. And when a black woman um, and when black women articulate how hurtful it is for our reactions to domesticate uh, to domestic abuse and their rapes and murders to be what women need to do differently to prevent this from happening to them instead of what we men need to do differently to prevent us from doing this to them their words are met with resistance and outright pushback after demanding from white people that we listen listen to and believe that our livelihoods are considered our ears shut off and hearts shut down when black women are pleading with us. Um, that probably right. was the most, uh, that grabbed me the most. And right. I think, when, I th- go ahead. No, go. 
when when black women were bringing up this article or just trying to open the dialogue about it, black men were immediately and and almost immediately because of the title of the article, they immediately dismissed it. Like, fuck this. Like, I'm not that guy. Who the fuck you hanging out with? Like, all of that stuff. And it was like, you are doing exactly what white people do when we talk to them about privilege or about racism in general or whatever. You are completely dismissing it instead of accepting, you know what, I am not um, in the position that you are. So I can accept that I don't know everything about your experience. And so it was really disheartening to to hear the perspective of black black men and that they they actively went after the author they said he was incredible like it it, it was deep they used it, the word moist and, and, and he did a he did a follow-up he did a follow-up blog that cracked me up because moist. he was like yo he was like moist might be one of the most you know like like harsh words in the english language right. so i thought that that was funny in and of That's itself funny. but yeah uh, he he literally had to pen another piece the next day, and then uh, uh, there were one of his other about editors, piece, right, right, about and, the and, shit. Yeah. right, and one People of his other pissed. editors had to come in to kind of like defend it because when he wrote that, it literally became one of their most popular pieces that they've ever written, right? Of and all time, yep. it was uh, of all time, and so what was so unique about it was even while people were um, rallying against the overall message of it, they didn't realize that in their like very vehement and kind of like ardent, like, you know, rejection of his points, they were actually proving his point that right. he was making, which is that we can't even have an open dialogue that, that says, I recognize you and I recognize the pain that you feel. And I recognize that as a, as not only a black, but a black woman, you're a double minority and you experience something that I don't experience. Not saying that I don't experience some shit that's fucked up too, but just saying sure. I recognize you. You know, I, I, I think that we get into a, a, a place and I can't remember who this was, if it was a comedian or whatever, where they talk about we have like the struggle Olympics, right? Like who's, right. Got, who's got the it the most fucked up? Olympics, like, who's obviously. the most fucked up? The, the, like, that's what it was. The oppression, oppression Olympics. Olympics. And it's almost like the moment that you feel that someone is trying to edge you out on what you feel is the thing that is is holding you back. You know, you fight for that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And 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 he made a lot of points. And to be very honest, man, like, you know, it, it, it takes me back to like the catcalling video, right? Like, there's some shit that black men deal with that black women will never have to deal with. But I'm also not going to pretend that there ain't a whole lot of shit that black women deal with that just us as men will not have to deal with and our our resistance to hearing that is can be problematic you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. and i think that even though he knew he was he he had a uh, a uh, a title that was going to draw the ire of a lot of people he wasn't saying we are as um privileged or as dangerous as as white men have been to america and just society as a whole he was just saying that we have that patriarchal role inside of black culture and the dynamic between the black man and the white i mean the black man and the black woman 
the same way that white men have to society and 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 our unwillingness to even be able to see that it is problematic like that we can't even hear the other side oh no so, you're wrong you're wrong so before I, I even say let not me not only are you wrong i just I, I refuse to listen i, I refuse can to i listen. can i interject right. uh, of course we 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 kind of talked about this early, right? So I like to challenge this point, and it's not about who has the worst struggle, right? That's not the conversation. However, my point earlier is that when you look at it, there's more black females in college graduating at a higher rate than any other race, whether they're white whatever age or whatever like that's out there like you can find those stats sure and so therefore there it's going to lead them to more executive roles right so to look at the black man the black man has been ripped from their home since the beginning in america we're targeted for prison we get drugs thrown us we get mistaken identity you know, the black man is the most targeted person in America and the most influential. I get the conversation. Actually, actually, I no, get no, the conversation. I just read an article that said that black women are the most influential uh, uh, group. Well, in because America. of Beyonce or and, <laughs> and Oprah. <laughs> oh wow! I get it. I get. I get. I get that conversation. But we we can't we can't we can't look away from how the black man is always a target by police. You know. We sit on job markets longer than black women because black men are threatening. Mm. Period. I get it. Like, yes, black women have it hard. But let's not say that black men are the white people to the black. That's fucking but that's, dumb. No, no, it's, no. It's, okay. It's, see, see, it's, see. It's, okay. It's, oh, oh. It, it, like, it doesn't I, make I, any sense. I understand what you're saying. And because do we know what article, white privilege is? Do no, we know what we white do, privilege we is do, first? But he, he began. Because <laughs> maybe began, we need. <laughs> no, he began with explaining, you know, the difficulties that black men specifically in America face. But what he was trying to outline was that. You know, you all are the ones for whom the first black president created an entire initiative to assist and uplift. You guys are the ones whose beatings and deaths at the hand of police galvanize the community in a way that the beatings and sexual assaults and the deaths that the same police inflict upon black women do not. So like there are he's not saying that black women like e either one technically has it harder than the other. This isn't the struggle or the oppression Olympics. That's not what he was breaking down. What he was saying is within our own community, we have to acknowledge that there are certain things that black men have a, a privilege over that. And I'm we, saying they don't. Okay. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. But I'm that's the push okay. that he was in. talking let me tap about. That's what wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One of the things that he said, though, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I want to ask you this because because this is something that he said, and 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 I don't feel that 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 this can really be argued. What he's saying is that when or one of the things that he said in the article was that when things are happening to black men, black women are ride or die for us. They're the All first day. ones to champion that cause. All day. When it's something that's specific to just black women, black men don't all of a sudden champion that cause. No. Just for black women. Can like, you we don't name lie me that cause. Can you give me an example Shit. of that cause? I mean, just if it's... No, give me one. Because okay. if you give me one, okay. then I'll shut was, the fuck up. Was, okay. was okay. Sandra Bland as big as Michael Brown? 
Did you hear as much about Sandra Bland on the news? I actually not, heard not more about Sandra feed. Bland. Bullshit. I heard Bullshit. more about Sandra Bland. No, I no, did. Because no actually a lot of white people started picking up that story. And other people all over. They're still talking about Sandra Bland. No. Period. I saw. Michael I actually Brown saw a post is what kicked off Instagram. a lot of the Black Lives Matter shit. So, so I'm not going to argue with you with no, no, no. who death is worse. No, no, no. Or who death is worse. I'm, I'm even just saying, I'm even just saying, if but we're give me a movement. I'm give just, me a movement, okay, black okay, men that stand okay, by. I'll tell you First something. of all, are they I'll all in jail? One. No, no, no. Are they all no, no, in jail? I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one. They can't. No, no, wait. No, wait, wait. Hold on, wait, wait. When you talk about, when you talk about, but here's my question. Let me ask my question. Black women make the less out of everybody. So I don't give a fuck how many black women are in that position. Black women earn the least. Yes. Out of everyone. Well, black out people earn the least out of everyone as we well. We do, but black men earn more than black women do. Well, I'm saying, well, white women learn. Woman, march, white women make less than white men. March, you would not see a, a bunch of black men on them front but lines. But white women earn less black women than, than white men. men, and that's just the reality. Like white, like, white women. I'm not saying you and I. I'm just saying us as a whole, bro. No, like, and us I, as a whole, I, we don't ride for them the way that they ride. But, for but, them. So, Omar, do you deal with street harassment, sexual assault? Her, uh, violence, anything like that. Do you do you deal with any of those things, Shit. or even just misogyny and hip hop? But but here's but here's but here's that was my point earlier, and I think you guys missed my point. Mm-hmm. Casey, you just asked me if I dealt with uh, misogyny and and catcalling. Casey, stri- do you, street harassment you, and sexual assault and That's street what I said. street harassment. Right. So that was your question. So let me ask you a question in reverse. Have you ever dealt with police brutality? Have a police officer threatened to kill you? Has a police officer beat you up in the middle of the street because you were a black man and you were threatening? Um, me specifically, no, but black women I know, yes. You know black women that were beat up by police? Beat up, no. But harassed, no, no. yes. But even beyond that, it's saying if there's right. a protest about something that's happening to black men, again, black women I, on again, the front I'm going to go back. If I'm going to go back about to the conversation that's before. To black women, I think there are bad things the happen to everybody. I think there's bad things that happen to everybody, especially people of color. However, we know what systemic racism is. It wasn't to destroy the black woman. It was just, it was designed to destroy the black man, which they've accomplished. So again, I understand the conversation that bad things happen to black women, that they deal with the same challenges of, of any person of color. And then they're also a woman and they have to deal with being a woman. I get that. But the black woman was not ripped away from the family dynamic. The black man was. So it's hard to Here's compare the deal. that. Omar. Because guess what? Because you have kids. You're, you're combating the but, argument with another uh, argument. My question. And that's, no, what, that's, qu- the, that's the comparison. But, is but that I think he's the conversation saying that is, you're saying, oh, I have it just as hard. Or, oh, I have shit I'm too. I'm not saying that's I do. Not what he's but what I'm telling at. you. What I'm saying is society has dished a harder survival at the black man, period. Point blank, period. It's called racism, systemic racism, where black men were sent away. They were stripped away from the family. And that's the reason why you have these kids growing up in the streets. They're being raised by single mothers. I agree. There's You, you don't hear about kids being raised by single fathers, single black fathers. Like, that's the story of the year. And right. now you have this welfare system because... You have these kids that are lost. So, but no one's saying someone's going to sit. So, someone's going to tell me. No one's saying. uh, But, but what I'm saying is, someone's going to tell me right now in my face that 
black women have it way harder than black that's men. That's not what. And that's a black not man, the argument. And, that's uh, not the argument. But, but wait. But my thing is, I'm not saying that's an argument. What I'm saying is, I'm not saying that black women don't have it hard. What I'm saying is to present that conversation in that way as if black men haven't been ripped away from the entire black community. Every powerful black okay, male right. has been ripped away. So, so women, let me tap in. Let me tap in. And because, because, and everything that you're saying is 100% correct. The, the analogy that he attempted to, to draw was that because of what it is that, that black men have experienced as being a black man, we have a tendency to turn black, a uh, blind eye to the atrocities that are happening to black women. It wasn't, it wasn't to make it a scale. It was the saying, it, it was saying that we're so focused inwardly on what's happening to us that we oftentimes overlook that we've got a counterpart that's going through some other shit too and they need empathy, right? The same way that white men, like, like honest to God, you know, as much as we talk about white privilege, I've, I've, I've gone on the record as saying there's a lot of white people, many white people that have lived a tougher life than I have personally. Maybe not as all black people, but then I have personally. And so it, 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 it's almost like, you know, sometimes white people, if they've gone through some tough shit, they can't understand, uh, oh, what do you mean privilege? What do you mean privilege? Like, I, I grew right. up poor. I did this. I did that. They, they, but the, they, can't, they can't step outside themselves to understand that you as a race have more benefit. Like, they can't even yes. empathize with the plight of the black people because they're more focused inwardly. And what he was saying was that that's, that's, that's the same role that we play with black women because we I got so much that. coming I don't from see us. That. No, but, I don't but, see but that. that's what I'm saying though. We can't even empathize with, well, and just, and just like, pausing for I, I would a like to like, you know what? Omar, he let you finish, let him finish. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like that, but that's what I'm Casey saying. Like, it, it, it's just saying for a moment to be able to say, you know what? As a black woman, you are experiencing something that I'm not experiencing, and I empathize. We're with that. a we double don't do minority. This. The moment, we the are moment, a double the moment, minority. Right. The moment no. that that happens, we're like, oh I, no, no, no. I don't, I don't. oh no, I'm going through some shit too. What you talking about? Like, we don't, right. we can't empathize. No, I don't. With I them. think every woman is this, it, it deals with shit. Like, right, but oh, especially yes. black women. Oh, but especially, and I'm black not women, saying though. that's not true. All lives matter. No, oh. all lives do matter. <laughs> <laughs> Just not yours. <laughs> <laughs> I think all women deal with shit, right? And I think we all do. Black women deal with but shit. Bl- black women have another layer. Right, and 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 Omar, I'm gonna send you this article. I, we're, we're not gonna go in circles, no, because to me, because to me, it's almost like saying like I don't think men and women are different, and I do. I believe men and women should have equal rights, and 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 but this conversation is deeper than that. Like yeah, it's more complex than to say, let me throw a few words on the, on a piece of paper and say, hey, yeah, black men are the new white people, like. No, that's okay. All right. I don't. Th- I don't think that's what he was saying. But, but, but you honestly, just said that's if there what was he said. one word, no, no, no. If there was one word to really sum up his article, I really think it was about empathy. And he was right. saying that there's a lot well, of times no that shit, black men Sherlock. don't have empathy. But I think we but, all but have empathy for everyone. But that's no, the we point, don't though. Because you also got to understand. Oh, me and you operate differently. Like I know you, so I can even understand why. And, and honest to God, a lot of people that I think took issue with this probably operate the same way we do 
And we're like, no, we know what we're going through, but I rock for my sisters. But but what he's talking about is holistically. Because a lot of niggas out there, dog, so, that are not. So I can have the same conversation women with women the same uh, way that they rock for us holistically right. from an empathetic perspective. I know right. you, so and, you but, can but I could do because because I mean, you know niggas out there, dog, that ain't. But I could do the same the thing that we are. I could they do the same not. thing, and, and and I could play devil's advocate, and I could say, well, a white person may get may be tired of hearing about their white privilege where they had nothing to do with it. We should empathize with them. How often are they being reminded of their white privilege? All of the news, all on Facebook. Oh, everywhere I go, black people are looking at me like, oh, I'm privileged. I was giving something more to them. You can have that same conversation. Yeah. You can flip this in so many ways. That's what I'm saying. I I don't like the conversation because it's a very complicated topic and you can't just throw it out there. Because anyone can flip it as well. Because a white guy guy could come out and say, I'm tired of hearing about white privilege. Something I had nothing to do with. Oh, they did. And there's an article about that. Omar, come at me, bro. Come (laughs) at me, bro. Matter of fact, do you read the New Republic, Omar? Because I do. And it says you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm I'm ready. If we we didn't want to, if, like, just say it was a panel talking about black female oppression, which, you know, that would be the worst panel ever. But, like, let's say that was a panel. (laughs) (laughs) Like, nobody wants to fucking. The worst worst panel ever. Ain't nobody trying to go to that. Um, But if that were the thing. No alcohol. Right, no alcohol, just just sadness. Um, right. Could you, as a human being, empathize with the points that were being made? Like, let, let's just say we're not even talking about the black male perspective. We're not talking about the white male perspective. We're not talking about the white female perspective. We're talking about black women and the issues that they face. Could you empathize with the harassment the violence the the fear that they face like all of these different things could you empathize with any of it without acknowledging oh but i'm i'm stressed out too fuck this i'm leaving this panel what because we are poor must we be vicious that's a quote google it what? I'll okay. sit out a gift card if you can figure out who said that quote. So, oh, my God. <laughs> oh shit, we yes, had a winner from the last month who um who knew what Isaac was I talking did. about. Yeah. I forgot about that. Sorry. Oh, so here's here's the thing, Casey. You're asking me this question as if I'm a monster. As if you're what? Oh my God. Um, he said you're a monster. Me this question a monster. As if I'm a monster. Here's the thing. I'm is, not. I'm not though. But that's the uh, thing. I when he you is know what, trying I think, to ask but, you for empathy, you're saying, "But black well, men have it saying. bad too." Like that. I didn't that's say that. Response. I said you. You. No, my response is you can't make that comparison. That's a bad comparison. If if I say it right now, uh, Kobe Bryant is just as good as Michael Jordan, and then you say, "Here's why Kobe Bryant is great." And then I say, well, no, Michael Jordan is great. And you come with your information and I come with the information about Michael Jordan. And you say, Omar, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Kobe Bryant during this year was the greatest basketball player of all time. We're having the same conversation, but it's how it's structured because there's a narrative being played at that point. Okay, so, at so the, all I'm just saying, like everybody else, so what I'm like saying the is, title the don't make article. the comparison. That's what, that's what, that, but that's my thing what is, your focus is instead of what the issue is, is and, and that's the oppression my, of black women. 
But the thing is, if you focus on the actual issue, if the issue is saying black women deserves empathy for X, Y, Z reason, they go through this, go through that, go through that. I'm all for it. Right, because, because you're a, should a be like, awesome But don't being, make but a contrast. Men but don't, don't think co- that way. do a contrast and comparison. But don't do a contrast and comparison because now it's 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 you're 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 comparing apples and oranges. You know what I mean? Like All I right. think the black woman is probably the 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 strongest human being on the planet. Like For sure. they're like elastic, like you can't break them. Like they deal with struggles. They give their dudes their income tax check to get the work with because he's going to get the key and then they'll be on. You know what I mean? Brittany's been through this. You know what I mean? Brittany used to give her income tax check to every dude. I was like, Brittany, stop giving out the kids income tax check. This is, this is why we can't. All right. right, Let's, let's, let's keep it moving. This is the last um, point after we uh, throw it to Isaac for his, um, Opinion, we do have a question from a listener. Oh, shit. Yep. Um, All right. So I am 36 and I'm slowly losing hope. With all the technology and bullshit dates that lead nowhere, I'm starting to feel like what my parents have is no longer a possibility for me. I'm not super picky, but I have no intention of settling with somebody just for companionship. If a guy is an asshole or even full of himself, I can't do it. And my standards aren't even that high. Looks and income are not of importance to me. I just want to be treated like a lady and have somebody show show me some chivalry. Should I be concerned that all hope is lost in establishing a real relationship in this environment? I like to comment. Oh, shit. Go for it. <laughs> you are beautiful. Is it over? No matter <laughs> what they say. Okay. <laughs> She, I always, you know, thirty six is when, hope is hope dead. Like, no. Here's what I always say to anyone that here's here's my advice when it comes to uh, relationships. Uh, and you're at that point where you're over the social media and everything. I always say, don't approach. I always I always think like if you don't if you're not looking for it, it's usually when it when it finds you. If you're looking for it. You know what I mean? Like you, you won't find it. So, so I always look at it like when when you start chasing the money, the money starts running. What I always tell people: just go out there and try to have a good time. Go try to meet people, get to know people. Don't try to get to know if they're interested in being in a relationship. Get to know them. You don't want to end up shacked up with a shitty person, you know, just because you're desperate or you don't want to come across desperate. And I'll tell you a good place to to meet people and just have. Just just conversation, get to know about their life, be interested in people, is go to hotel bars. Just go to random hotel bars. Oh. Decent ones, <laughs> nice ones. Oh, and boy. You'll, you'll learn a lot because people are a lot more chatty when they're from out of town. And they're okay. a lot more conversational and, and they're willing to get to know who you are. And it's a good way to practice on getting to know people and start having those conversations where it's not centered around being in a relationship or that awkward like oh so what do i say next what do i say next because people from out of town traveling are a lot more conversational so they'll be a lot more engaging and that way you're training so look at it like the gym so when you go in these hotel bars okay it's like the gym so you're working out and then once you get ready then you go back out into the social setting and then you can figure out how to strike up conversations and and talk to people get to know them just get to know people 
Okay, hotel bars, huh? Oh yeah, it's 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 my <laughs> best advice, oh, and it works. It, huh? it works. It's, it, it works. works. It works. People okay. thank me. <laughs> People, they're gonna write books me. about me, Brittany. How do you how do you feel about that, Brittany? Um, I I would not recommend the hotel bars. Um, it's not a motel bar. It's a hotel I, bar. <laughs> I still would recommend it. Why not? Okay, that's that's no, 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 no. Um, I actually, um, my advice is that, um, you know, we we kind of end up being like our own, our own cock block, pretty mm-hmm. much. Like we have all of these, uh, you know ideas and goals like you know what i'm open i'm dating uh you know i want to meet new people and i don't have like a ton of standards i got standards but they're not unrealistic you know like we're setting these small little goals as to you know like kind of like what we're looking for and we know that we're totally looking right we're out there and then we find we realize quickly like okay this is not working I don't understand why I can't meet anybody, why nobody is receptive to me. You know, I'm now I'm losing hope. What I want to say is, you know, change up your train of thought. I actually agree with you, Omar, not with the hotel bars, but <laughs> no, it's it's, it's actually it, it actually it's what I'm giving them is practical. Okay. A practical exercise. What I'm saying so is... So I'm sure you're getting ready to deliver one since you shitted on mine. I'm not... <laughs> I don't do the... I wouldn't do the hotel bars. Where would you when go, I Brittany, say, to meet when people? When I say change up your train of thought, don't go out with the intention of finding somebody today. I already said that. Where, Just, you gonna, where should they go? It, it could be anywhere. Where? What I'm saying is don't... They've already been doing that. Where should they go? Okay, no. What she's doing <laughs> is she's... She's focusing on finding you ain't got the answer, Sway. No, you don't have the answer, Sway. Let her fucking finish. She's crazy. (laughs) She's she's looking for someone to date versus looking to make you know a new friend or just meet a new person or, or make a new contact. You know, when you meet people, you're meeting people for the first time. Don't automatically have like your teeth showing like a pit bull, like you're ready to just sink into this person and try to make this person that next boyfriend or that next girlfriend. Just look at that person like, oh, my gosh, okay, I just met this dude, you know, at the grocery store. And he says like this place, blah, 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 whatever. I got his contact info. Maybe I'll hit him up for lunch later. Keep it very like simple and very chill because then that also takes the pressure out of the shit too. You know, you find that once you get to meet someone and you're constantly back and forth with this person in a platonic setting, then you can determine if that's something that can actually move forward. A lot of people end up dating friends and actually being in relationships with people that they have known for a while. Like, oh man, I went to high school with that person. I never thought that we'd have like three and four kids and oh my God, like, you know, this is the best situation ever. It's because once you've gotten to a point where you're comfortable with that person, now all of the things that you want and all the things that you've ever thought of, you can actually have that real conversation without feeling like, okay, I'm giving this person an ultimatum and it's going to, you know, run this person away. So just change up your train of thought. Don't, don't go out looking for a a boyfriend or looking for a girlfriend go out just to meet a new person just to kind of explore people just you know that was the long way around the bar and to say exactly what i just said no what i'm saying is <laughs> after shitting on my dear this outside said, go of to the a hotel, hotel bar you said the same exact thing i said but you're lifting 
the no. thing is, but first let me explain the, the, the train y'all. of thought. I love you. Between no the hotel, hotel bar. bar, sis. I'm no, sorry. I need Please to explain this to people because a lot okay. of people, because obviously you don't get what this. If, what I if get it? Escort. What if hotel no, I don't give it. It doesn't matter where you're at. Okay. Uh, it doesn't Who's matter where you're at. Escorts One of the, to the, get the best <laughs> conversations. <laughs> to get paid for the night. Guys, I wouldn't go to guys, a, a hotel bar. You can go uh, to a Chili's. You can go to a club. You can go to a restaurant. Chili's. The thing is, those are the most uncomfortable places. Mm. Everyone does that. Everyone is in the same place trying to meet someone and don't know how to communicate. The reason why you would go to a hotel bar for the people that are not getting it is because the people that are traveling through are going to be more conversational and they're going to be more engaged in getting to know a local. It's just like when you go out of the country and you go meet someone and you talk to someone at a hotel bar, you're trying to meet the locals. You're trying to get to know them. You're trying to figure out what's going on, what's to do here. It teaches you how to have better conversations. It's training you to have conversations to be more engaging. So okay. it increases the utilization. All I'm saying. In, oh, in, 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 your, in your cerebellum, wherever it's stored All at. I'm saying. And yeah, the thing is, and the reason why people have words. a hard time is because they don't know how to communicate. I can, I Communication can is so lost but these days and you need to train. What I'm saying is a lot of times we find that we get frustrated because the, our pool of people that we know, the circles that we run in is very small. Like I only know maybe five or six people and of those five or six pe- people, they're either taken or like. I'm not that's really not where we're going. Well, like, you need you know to get out more. Well, I'm not attracted. Oh, you need to get out more. Exactly. And that's why they and, so and that's why hotel bars are a great place. What I'm saying to is, study. Aside from the hotel bars, just going out to meet people, just to meet people, not to meet people to date, just to meet people. Mm. Because let me tell you something. You can run into somebody, let's just say, okay, for instance, um, I like going to the range, right? I like Every now and then, going what kind to the of range, range. Right. the gun range, the gun range, the driving range, oh, the gun range, right, right, to the gun range. Oh shit! So let's just say golfers and gun owners in Arizona have learned. So I just got to. Brittany out here, Brittany out here, firing. I, I go Christ. for a stress relief. What's the world coming okay? to? And every time I go to the gun range, I'm not out here looking. But every time I go to the gun range. I always meet somebody new, like, you know, whether I'm by myself or with friends or even with my guy. Brittany, the I last place you should be someone meet, is at a gun range. Listen, though, I always meet someone new and everyone has something. So I could be at that time looking for, oh, man, man, I, re- I was really looking for this particular gun or whatever. And this one person could say, guy or girl, oh, man, you should try this one range. I went there and they had that. Oh, really? Well, when do you go? Okay, cool. Well, it's nice to meet you. My name is whatever. Exchange numbers. You just met a friend you just met a potential like contact mm. you didn't meet somebody that you're looking to date right away but that's somebody that if you usually go to the gun range and this is just an example if you mm-hmm. go to the gun range by yourself you could text that person like yo i'm i'm gonna head up to the range you're gonna be there this weekend boom this is not a situation where you approached it like someone you would to date just but you definitely want to go hang out with someone at a gun range after the mass shooting so, <laughs> in Las Vegas oh, good job Brittany listen, it was listen. an example someone with a mental problem All right. this I one hold up hold up hold up wait but this one happened to the Filipino lady I, you know, she's I like I didn't know he was going to do this shit I was like shit. too soon I was like too she soon, said I didn't know he was going to do that shit and then you me back from the Philippines at least he sent her $100,000 I will say this much though I will say this much though because 
what's what's ahead. funny what's funny about what Omar said <laughs> and what Brittany said and even Omar's retort is uh, they were both very similarly aligned and it reminds me of um one of our popular videos that we posted um like years back and it was an exchange with with omar and in in one of our uh uh you know staunch supporters where he talks about the friend zone right like he says you know uh friend zone ladies you know and so basically what they were both sharing were Two similar but yet different approaches of how you grow to learn someone, right? And I think that we always enter these situations and we're always kind of keyed into uh, the specificity, right? Like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm on a dating site because I'm ready to get married and this, that, and the third. But what she was basically saying was, look, I've been through the dating sites. Listen, I've done this and this isn't yielding results. And so we all know that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. Right. But yet we friend zone people for the most ridiculous reasons. And what we're saying is that if you're looking for something substantive, what is more substantive than a friend? Right. So, like, stop entering into these situations thinking Oh, I'm looking for a husband or oh, I'm looking for this. Or I'm look, look, enter a situation and say, I'm looking for a friend. I'm looking to yep. connect with someone and let's see, can it develop into something that's mm-hmm. more? You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. basically what both of them are saying is like, you have to get outside of this. Like, like sometimes I feel like everybody's got to be, um, trained. Oh, yeah. Uh, like even when you're meeting with somebody like, you know, inside the first like two weeks, all right, where is this going? Nigga, I don't know. And you don't know either. I could tell you one thing. I could say I'm looking for a wife, right. but it could turn so out. Aggressive? You know what I'm saying? Right. It could turn Step out I'm looking back, for man. a friend. I'm looking for a husband, but you're going to be my best friend. And it could turn out, hey, I thought we were friends and you're my husband. You don't know. So, like, release all of these different, uh, yep. you know, platitudes and, 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 uh, uh, labels and just go out and, and look to have authentic connections like separate Mm -hmm. what your intentions are and look to connect because you know what you may have intended for him to be your husband but maybe and it's gonna sound bogus but this is real maybe his brother is your husband yes maybe his best friend is your husband maybe his colleague you know you feel what i'm saying so if you are urgency out out of it yeah take exactly take Take the the urgency urgency out of it it, and you'll realize you'll be able to you know how they say stop and smell the flowers Mm -hmm. do that shit like you don't know that if that person that you met like I just said, it could be his brother, his cousin, hell, his uncle. Who knows what you into? Right, right, but yeah. at the end of the day, that room. may not be <laughs> that may may not be the guy for you. Would but you say, oh, you, go in the back and get some sodas and shit, man. Right. Get <laughs> <laughs> but if you approach you every situation with this urgency, like, oh, I, I'm looking for someone to date. I'm not right. looking for a friend. Then you're doing what the Match.coms and the exactly. you know plenty of fish is setting you up to do. Mm-hmm. Like it's either are we fucking or are we dating? Why? Why is it can't nigga? It I just want just, a friend. Yo. Like, are you gonna be at the bar? Cause I need a drink, and I just need somebody to meet up yeah. with. No strings attached. Like, yeah. you can scour bitches all night long. I'm just sitting next to you, so I ain't there by myself. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those no, things I, where you just kind of have to turn down that I think you guys urgency. Are, like, yeah, you guys are spot on, and I think that the reason that you're that she probably feels that urgency is her age. You know, being 36. 
And mm. I'm not quite there yet. I'm 33, but I understand the pressure of being a woman and being in your mid to late thirties where, you know, you're getting questions about what are you getting married? When are you going to have a baby? All these different things. And it can be very, very stressful. And then in this society, which is incredibly different from the one in comparison to our parents or our grandparents or whoever, it, it puts a level of pressure on you that isn't realistic. And so it's hard not to feel a sense of desperation. So sometimes you do panic or you settle for somebody who yeah. is not worth marrying or exactly. dating or sleeping with or whatever. And so trust me, girl, like I, I feel you. Yeah. I appreciate you writing in. I'm, I'm, Hang in there is all I can say. Like I, <laughs> okay. I think between I mean, the four of like, us, we've we've given you some advice, but I do think that it, it is out there. It's absolutely out there, and I don't think you should give up. the The hope is don't feel like hope is gone. Right? Don't because yeah. I mean, well, what am I? How old am I, Casey? Am I thirty? Uh, thirty? Thirty? Jesus Christ! Yeah. Fuck. Politica. I didn't um, know vampires kept track of their age. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but I'm 32, and I have not been married. Hell, I haven't been proposed to. <laughs> so listen, it's kind of one of those, listen, right? Remember I mentioned this early when you walk in the room and see her. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but I've had two really, you know, serious relationships in the past that failed. So I understand the urgency and I understand almost the frustration and desperation where it's almost like kind of what's wrong with me and, you know, what what am I doing wrong and so forth. But one thing I will say, like waiting until you find the right person is key because having a peace of mind that you are happy is way more important than having to being able to turn around and tell somebody, oh, I, I is married. But if right. you unhappy, right. then that means nothing. You are right. You're 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 fucking sad. Miserable. You know what I'm yeah. saying? For, so for life, you're miserable. Exactly. Uh. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep Hang keep there, keep hope alive because we're we're all <laughs> keeping hope alive at this point right now. <laughs> Isaac Paul. Yes, ma'am. Do you have an opinion tonight? Yes, I do. I do oh, have an great. opinion, Casey, and I'm gonna keep this brief as always. But um, that's what he called brief, right? I'm okay. a, I'm gonna put you on blast, as Casey, Brittany as Brittany you know. says, spell brief. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right, right. <laughs> right. <Spell it. laughs> right. Go ahead. Right. What you put me on blast um, about? Oh, I'm gonna you put you it. on blast because uh, okay. So on our social media channels, we all contribute, and it's fun because it's all coming from the voice of Tequila Tales. But you never really know who's posting what. In the whole nine, but because we all comprise tequila tales, you know, it's it, it's going to be of a similar energy. So yesterday, uh, Casey posted a meme that as of this point is the <laughs> most popular meme that we've ever fucking posted. It's also the second most popular post that we've ever posted beyond the thug life clip. Oh, my God. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. It is. I'm going to read the meme. <laughs> And I'm going to go ahead and give my uh, my thoughts on this meme. Right. So it's a meme. Right, cool. It says, me, semicolon. I'm sorry. I have a boyfriend. Him, semicolon. That's cool. But I thought you might need a husband. Here's my number. Then it goes, bitch, I was speechless. <laughs> Drops right? mic. Drops mic, right? <laughs> so, so. 
Casey posted it. She goes, cool or corny, right? Which, which was good. She didn't, she didn't give context. Right. That's how you feel about this. Let me tell you something. 30 comments and like over 200 likes later. Like inside of a 24 hour period. Like oh, actually also, the majority just of these came F- inside FYI, of. 30 comments is a lot for us on Instagram. Right, we don't, right, we right, right. <laughs> we ain't balling yet. We ain't balling yet. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? So it is what it is. We parking lot pimping right, right. now. <laughs> Yeah, totally right. That's totally okay. parking lot pimping. You know, we get it. We in our little small corner doing dope shit right. until you know we get to the major. We blow up she weight on these. So days. right before we blow up she <laughs> weight. So let me just tell y'all the metrics because and and this is a guesstimation. I, I would like some people to go in and, and verify this. But out of those two hundred and one likes, I think between one to three of those likes was men. One of which was me. Because I'm a part of Tequila Tales, right? And I just wanted to up our likes, right? Uh, I saw, you know, a bunch of comments. And I think it was only one comment that was from a man. You know, and, and all he said was inter- uh, very interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like, okay. That nigga you know. just put that shit in his arsenal. Right, right. He about to use now, that shit. Now, I will admit there was this one woman. Now, everybody else. Okay, let me just read some of the comments, right? Like, just so y'all can know. Cool as fuck. You know, you get the praise hands. Beyond cool. Real ish. Laughing my ass off. Return of the fucking Mac. Cool. <laughs> you know, cool. Priceless. Amazing. Now, that's the icing on the cake. Shit I like to hear fascinating love it beyond cool ha not mad at it all these are all women right now there's yeah. one woman that comes in and she says i'll admit it would give a pause but you gets no point making on someone else's woman i think she meant macking like right. macking on someone else's woman and i said man that's funny how out of 30 comments 29 of which were women only one woman recognized that this is low-key some hater shit <laughs> this is some hater shit, right? This is the evolution of, hey, man, can I get your number? Oh, I got a boyfriend. I don't care. I got a girlfriend, right? Like, this is, I don't respect your situation. Right. This is what I want, right? Now, because the dude was saying what the woman wanted to hear, you got this full barrage. Casey threw out some red meat and all the wolves dove in mm. and devoured that shit, right? Like the beer gang. Exactly. <laughs> but yet when you see it, it's a thirst trap. It's right. a fucking thirst trap. Oh, I thought you might need a husband. Here's my number. So you hit dude up. Y'all go out on a couple of dates. He smashed quick because he's Prince Charming. He loses interest. And now you're back in the dating pool because this guy did not respect the fact that you said, I have a boyfriend. What if you only had this boyfriend for two months? Mm -hmm. He's he's working to get the ring. He loves you. He wants to know you better. Oh, that's cool. But I thought you might need a husband. Instantaneously, the barrage of people that felt this were thinking Oh, yeah. Well, if you got a boyfriend, then clearly he's on some bullshit. But is he really on some bullshit or was he on some real shit? How do you make this supposition that, A, the person that you're dating is not the person that you're supposed to be with, but then also, B, that Mr. Prince Charming is also exactly what you've been looking for, right? We're at a space where it's time for us to let go of this Hollywood machination of Prince Charming. That nigga don't exist, he doesn't exist, ladies. 
You know what I'm saying? And same way for the fellas. If you hey, are getting involved, man, if you are out here involved, still looking for every perfect attribute of this guy instead of understanding what it takes to maintain a relationship that sometimes real shit happens. To go back to the Kevin Hart stuff, it wasn't that I was trying to justify what he did. I was trying to say in marriages, real shit happens. I think about Insecure season two, right? Or even season one. You got a lot of you got a lot of dudes that would justify cheating. Oh, well, you know, sometimes stuff happens, X, Y, and Z. Then all of a sudden, Issa cheats, and they are unforgiving. They are unforgiving when a woman cheats in a long-term relationship where there was a bunch of different dynamics that may have occurred that drew them apart, right? This is human interaction. So I don't like it when we demonize it when it happens on the woman's end. I don't like it when we demonize it when it happens on the man's end. But this meme basically played out the Hollywood fantasy that is not the the relationship that our parents had. And so that's what's interesting about uh what you just played out, Casey, when you when you read uh uh what the what the listener called in with. She's looking for a relationship that's like her parents. But I guarantee you if she really knew all the specifics of what her parents went through, how they fought through infidelity, how she may have known he had a mistress, how they weren't having sex for a period, if you really knew what marriage looked like back in the day, you would probably release this romanticized view of you're going to meet Prince Charming and the sex is going to be awesome and you're going to have all these kids and he's only going to have eyes for you. I'm not saying that it's not possible. I'm saying that we enter our relationships in a very unrealistic space because all the women that like this fucking meme are looking for something that is probably unrealistic, right? Now, I'm not saying don't like the meme because, I mean, it was some player shit to say. But it was some player shit to say. That, that, that That's not your husband. That's a nigga that's trying to fuck, right? He don't know you. Oh, but I thought you might need a husband. You don't even know my name. I might be a killer. I might, you know, have some incurable disease. I might beat my kids and I might beat you. Right. No, but I'm no. coming into this piece. I'm just I'm just being real. Right. But I'm coming into this and I see this meme and you're telling me what I want to hear. Yes. Interesting. Amazing. That's why a lot of people are having a hard time finding a relationship because of unrealistic expectations. Right. You're yearning the relationship that your parents had. But do you really know what the relationship is that are your you parents had? Work as hard? And are you willing to work as hard? Are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to forgive? Are you willing to grind, right? We're in a microwave society that wants these results and we want them the way we want them. So when I saw that, I was like, yo, I get it. Sometimes we throw our red meat for the people. You know what I'm saying? And this is all fun, like Omar said, right? Like you might see some value in the things that I'm saying. And that's cool, right? Uh... You know, write me, write me back, argue me, debate me, my nigga. Like, I'll do it, right? But I'm letting y'all know. And and I don't have all the answers, but I'm saying. Sway. Right. But what I'm saying is, is it's time to release the fallacy. It's time to release the fantasy. And it's time to get back to the space where we're real. 
Like, because that's the only way that you're going to have anything of semblance or be prepared to always be getting duped by the guy that's telling you exactly what you want to hear. Or the girl that looks good in them fucking jeans and she looks sexy until you realize she ain't on shit. Right. Like, it's time that we release the fantasy, man, and we start embracing what's real. But that's my opinion, man. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> I'm just a shot town nigga with a nice flow. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, that's amazing, Isaac. You know, we always, you know, appreciate your gems that you drop. Yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, all right, guys. Well, it's a wrap. So, um, as always, we want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening to another installment of The Tequila Tales Unleashed. Um, we really appreciate all of your support. So we ask that you guys continue to do what you have been doing and share this podcast with your friends through all of the social media media outlets that you can. Um, you can actually follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and check us out on our YouTube channel uh, at The Tequila Tales. Okay. Um, in addition, don't forget to review this podcast on iTunes as well. Uh, for more information on upcoming shows and to check out our videos, um, visit our website at thetequilatales.com. And then also, which is really fitting, um, my little few words to leave everybody with, um, the greatest relationships are the ones you never expected to be in. So take that as you may. Bye.